Welcome back to Sequel Harder, the podcast where we analyze good movies and their awful sequels. Uh, my name's Dave, and I am joined, as always, by Eric. Hello. And today we have a special guest, Brennan. Hi. Uh, how you doing? I'm doing well. All right. Um, so this week, uh, we are doing the Batman movies, the original four from Tim Burton and Joel Schumacher from 1989 and onward. As we were talking before, like we've done, you know, 80 some odd hours of movies for this. This is some of the weirdest. Yeah. Yep. Experience watching a movie for the show. Um, what, uh, Brendan, what's your history with the Batman movies? I mean, I watched, I mean, I watched them all at, at a certain point, but it was a long time ago. So I don't, I, I didn't remember any of them except for just very few visuals. Mm hmm. So it was interesting to kind of see them all back to back. You were the one that picked this, right? So yeah. yeah so what, what made you choose the the Batman series? Well, for I mean, I, I just like superhero movies in in general, and so the Batman. I mean, Batman is is one that I, I've liked yeah. along. I mean, a lot, and and I I think I remember a lot of Batman Returns, and I I certainly liked Tim Burton a lot. Hmm. Um, and then I remember Batman the original being really cool when it came out i i would be more hesitant to say that now but um <laughs> uh but then yeah also i i was pretty young too when the um the the third and fourth came out so it it, it got me at the time but now it's just like yeah i mean the yeah fourth is just a tire fire <laughs> how about you Eric? yeah i mean i i this is after the after 89 because i was probably too i was too young to be seeing that in theaters Everyone after that, I saw all in theaters, okay. and so I did. I did because I I, lo I love Batman, and Dave knows this because I tell him to read Batman comics all the time. I suggest mm -hmm. them to him. But um, yeah, I mean, I was a huge DC fan growing up. I I read a lot of Superman, and then got into Batman, and then like uh, the only Marvel stuff I ever read was really Spider Man. So it was everything was a lot of heavily like uh, Green Lantern and all that. So so I am a huge Batman fan. Like my son has his room is decked out with superhero, especially Batman like you know posters and this and that. And I I make an effort if it's good or bad doesn't matter i make an effort to go see every batman movie i can so cool yeah i was um in high school when this came out and <clears throat> very into tim burton and you know dark movies and stuff like that and also you know superhero movies we didn't have a whole lot back then but uh i remember loving and like quoting this first movie a lot yeah <clears throat> You know, the, the Joker lines are amazing. Um, so much fun. Uh, and then the second one came out, and, you know, we enjoyed that one. Third one, uh, I think I saw it in the theaters, but but definitely I think the only good thing about it is uh, 
and Nicole Kidman. <laughs> um, and then I never saw the fourth one until last night. Yeah. Because uh, I, I heard how bad it was. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay, well. Yeah. yeah. So, I, yeah. And that makes sense when I told you how I was, ha- I was having a hard time watching it. And you're like, eh, like, I'll check it out. And I was like, what do you mean you're not struggling with it? <laughs> yeah. I knew, I knew it was going to be a slog in it. And it was. Yeah. Um, so, all right. Let's get into it. Um, Batman. Came out in 1989, again, directed by Tim Burton. Yeah. Uh, we all know from Tim Burton movies, right? <laughs> <laughs> Scissorhands. I think he did Scissorhands before this one. Yeah, Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice before yeah. and then Scissorhands in between. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I, I looked it up because oh, okay. I wanted yeah, to see yeah, it. Right, yeah, he did it between the two of them. So. Okay. Well, what about uh, Nightmare Before Christmas? That was after this, wasn't it? Yeah, but I, I don't yeah. think he actually did that one. I think that oh, was a yeah. produced one. Yeah. But he did, right. like... Pee-wee's Big Adventure. I think it was Pee-wee's oh, Big Adventure. Right. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. he did uh, Beetlejuice and then Batman. Yep. So those okay. were his big ones. Yeah, I remember okay. Pee-wee's Big Adventure was his first big movie. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. I think it might have been his first feature. I think they were all I, shorts. I mean, it is, and, and, it's, yeah. and it's so weird to think about that. Like, you think yeah. about Tim Burton and his style. Yeah. And it's like, Pee-wee's not too far off of it, but it's yeah. but at the same time, it's it's not, like, dark. Like I mean, there's dark aspects to it, but it's yeah. it's not the same sort of, like, yeah. weird, twisted darkness that like, yeah, the rest of his movies have. An aesthetic difference. Yeah, oh, totally. Yeah. 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 I remember I had, hadn't seen that in a while, and then um, Sharif showed it to us in our like film appreciation class. That was my suggestion because I love yeah. that one. Yeah, yeah, and I was like watching it again with fresh eyes and seeing all the satire in, involved. I was like, wow, I got a new appreciation for this movie. Yeah. Yeah. I think Phil Hartman co-wrote the script. Did he? Really? Yeah. Oh, that's oh, well. funny. Yeah. Huh. So, uh, Batman's budget was $35 million. Any guesses on the gross U.S.? 180. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna go 68, 251. I knew it was huge. I knew it was <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. The I remember. Uh, did you ever see there was a documentary called uh, Batman and Bill? No. You got to see it. It's great. It's it's about Bill Finger, who was Bill Finger was the guy who kind of not necessarily co-created. Um, Batman, but he mm-hmm. came up with a lot of the best aspects of Batman. Yeah. Like he came up with J- the Joker, he mm-hmm. came up with the Batcave and the Batmobile, and he came up with like Robin and everything that makes like the the design of the cowl and everything. Le- um, Bob Kane really only came up with oh he's a billionaire who <laughs> fights crime. <laughs> it's yeah. like and he's he's dressed like a bat. Yeah, he came up with like the the origin of the concept of it, but Bill Finger took it and ran with everything. And in the documentary. They, they talk about the 89 Batman and how his name wasn't attached to it or anything. Oh, interesting. And, and it just, it blew up and it made Bob Kane so much money. Yeah. Because I saw he was a consultant on like all of them. Yeah, well, net starting, the family sued and got rights starting with, I think, uh, Batman versus Superman, or but Kane, Kane was listed. Kane, as Kane, oh, yeah. Bob, yeah, Bob yeah, Kane's not, listed. Not, yeah, not, yeah. But yeah. Bill Finger, he's yeah. like. They he, Bob came in an effort to make sure Bill Finger Aim was not on it. And <laughs> whoa, really? yeah, yeah, more or less. I mean, he mm-hmm. kind of felt bad. Bill, Bill Finger died penniless and and was like not really well known. I think he wrote one episode of like Batman sixty six, like the Adam West series, and that was like a big thing for him to get his name on that. That was the only thing that he could get his name attached to for Batman. <laughs> Did you have you guys seen much of the series? The sixty six one, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Okay. I watched, yeah. I mean, I watched it when it was like on TV, like that and the, the movie and all that. Right. It's, I mean, the movie's oh, yeah. just—it's basically famous for the whole bomb scene. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, yeah. 
Like, was the, the movie was where he get like he has like the shark pulling yeah. his leg, yeah. and they're like trying yeah. to figure yeah. out he's got that huge bomb. oversized yeah. bomb, and it's <laughs> trying. And then like they try to figure out who did it. And it's like, well, he was pulling my leg. This is a joke. So it's like clearly Joker's yeah. involved. This yeah. is all some kind of riddle. The Riddler. Yeah. 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 And we were like, we were at C. C stands for Catwoman. So that was that oh, was God. the original. Yeah. 16, and that was the like, Lee movie. Merriweather Catwoman, or was that the Eartha Kit? I think it was Eartha Kit. Okay. I could be wrong. Because nobody, nobody can hold a candle to Julie Newmar. No, no. <laughs> um, yeah, so, yeah, gross 251 domestic, 411 worldwide. So this made a shit ton of money. Yeah, so yeah. IMDb synopsis, the dark knight of Gotham City begins his war on crime with his first major enemy being the clownishly homicidal Joker. This is not beginning. Like, well, I guess we get the sense in the beginning of the movie that he's been doing it for a, a little, little bit while. Of time. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. people were still like, didn't know he existed necessarily. But yeah, yeah. but the, yeah, exactly. But there were still rumors of like a mm. bat-like creature that right. would, yeah, yeah. kind of like he was just like stopping muggers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't kill me! Don't kill me, man! I'm not going to kill you. I want you to do me a favor. I want you to tell all your friends about me. What are you? I'm Batman. Uh, which is hilarious that in the the first like movie and maybe second one he it's sort of like a myth and no and then by like the fourth one he's walking around in the yeah, crowd of people yeah. he's, got the, know, he's, he's got the bad credit card yeah, yeah. exactly yeah. yeah well and then also it's like he invested a lot of money to stop muggers initially like exactly. the joker yeah. never existed and he had like the batmobile already right yeah, yeah he's stopping he's spending billions of dollars <laughs> stopping petty crime yeah. <laughs> That's well, true. I guess you know. I mean, his was a petty. I mean, his his parents was a petty crime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's still a big investment right off the bat. Yeah, yeah. And talking about his parents, this the movie opens with a family in, in an alley. Yeah, and I, I'm like, oh, I, I forgot yeah, about that. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I was, yeah. Go ahead. And I'm sorry. It just, I was like, oh, that's right. Are they doing an origin on this? And then I was like, oh, wait a minute, no. Right. Yeah. yeah. I know because at first I thought it was his parents, and I was mm-hmm. like, why are they taking a taxi? Aren't they super rich? Like, yeah, exactly. yeah. Yeah. And his dad's kind of a wimp. Like, yeah. I thought he was like this powerful businessman guy. <laughs> yeah. So, right, and they get mugged, but Bat- Batman comes to the rescue. Uh, Jack Nicholson uh, is plays Jack Napier, who uh, becomes the Joker later. Uh, but right now, he's sort of just like a, an assistant to Jack Palant, who's the crime lord of the of the movie. Too, too many Jacks. In too many movie. Jacks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. To, but the two of them together, like, just great actors. Oh, yeah. I yeah. love Jack Palant. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've got uh, Robert Wool as... A reporter, and then Kim Basinger as Vicky Vale, um, and of course Michael Keaton as Bruce Wayne Batman. What do you guys think of uh, Keaton here? You know, uh, we'll we'll talk about that a little bit at the end. I want to get your guys' rundown on on best best Batman and best Bruce Wayne. Mm. Yeah, I got that because I think that's a because there's 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 different different yeah. things, and I, I rate them differently on mm-hmm. on the, that. But I, uh, yeah, yeah, I would say there's even layers to Bruce Wayne that other ones did better. So exactly. We'll go yeah. into yeah. that later. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, as for him being Batman, yeah, it's like here's the thing. In in the was it seventy seven Superman? Which one? What what year was that? Uh, seventy nine. Seventy nine or something. Yeah, yeah it's that that everyone talks about. That's that's the one that made you believe a man could fly. That was the lie. Mm-hmm. This this is the eighty nine Batman. Is I mean that's that's what Keaton will always hold is the fact that he made you believe Batman is a real person, right. is a real thing, and, and yeah. it took away like. 
I wouldn't say all the campiness, but like most of the campiness mm-hmm. of Adam West. Yeah. And yeah. and made it into something that people were like, this is this is a serious movie and this is like yeah. a, a real take on Batman. Yeah. I, I mean, for Michael Keaton, he him, he's just a very likable person. I feel like even when he plays like awful people, like Beetlejuice is like technically, an, I mean, it's a really bad character, but yeah. you like him because I think I feel like Michael Keaton, uh, I think I said Michael Keaton, but Michael Keaton, uh, like he he just he just kind of exudes this charisma and and genuine kind of he does because it's funny you're, you're right in that like they made the Beetlejuice cartoon and then it's like the Beetle, like Beetlejuice is like a friend of everybody and, and, <laughs> yeah. <you're>, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and it's like yeah he's kind of like, he's kind of like I wouldn't call him an antihero in that yeah, but yeah. It, like he's just he's very neutral mm-hmm. but I, I thought that Michael Keaton offered a very human element to Batman I mean to Bruce Wayne right off the bat that mm-hmm. kind of made. I don't know. It made you root for for him, and then also just kind of uh, before that, it, it when when he's just seen as a billionaire character. I mean, he's this billionaire who's seen as smug, and then he kind of has little touches of that. But then you kind of, you you see him as a very humble person. So I thought he did yeah, a good yeah, job. Yeah. yeah, he's that he's sort of quirky, kind of absent minded sometimes. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yep. So uh, let's see the. The, I guess the story kicks off where um, Jack Nicholson is screwing his boss's girlfriend. Yeah. And the boss knows about it, so he wants to get rid of him. So he sends him to clear out this chemical plant, and then he calls the cops on him so that he'll get caught. <clears throat> and this this was really hard for me because I, I, I read, a, like I said, a lot of Batman comics growing up. And the one interesting thing about, like, Batman – is that they've, they've like the comic line has always been very good at taking things that existed outside the comic and turning it into the comic. So it's hard for me to like figure out like what influenced what, like, cause keep in mind, this is, this is 1989. This is quite a while ago from now. So it's like when I was reading the comics, it's like that you have, you have an entire story of the origin of the Joker and it's like completely like not completely different, but it's, it's largely different than this. Okay. So it makes me want like the origin story in the comic and the comics. Well, they they had him. He was a stand up comedian. He was, he was an engineer and he was a stand up comedian and he was trying to transition to that. And his pregnant wife was like, they were struggling for money and he was thinking about going back to doing engineering, but he was like, really wanted to make this comedy thing work. And then a bunch of crime boss, a crime boss came to him and was like, I'll give you a ton of money. If you help me break into the chemical plant you used to work for and like steal a bunch of stuff. And so they, they dressed him up in what's called the red hood, which is this like maitre d' outfit with like a huge red cap to it. And they were like, you like, this is so no one will know who you are. And really the whole setup was, is he was to get him in and then like, they, he was to distract the police and okay. be the person who gets caught while they actually you the the chemical building was next to a bank and they were going to drill into the bank and steal a bunch of money and then Batman shows up and tries to stop everything and then Batman doesn't really know that this guy's like trapped in this helmet kind of thing and is doesn't really is not really trying to rob the place right and then he accidentally trips and falls into the the okay. vat of stuff and it warps his mind and all that. And so. did that come after this movie? That's why, you know what I have to look, I can't remember. That's, that's the thing is I can't remember what story they did first and right. like whether that was influenced, like the, the whole like chemical thing. Cause it, it's a different name in the comics. It's ACE chemicals. Okay. And this is, it's like something else. Ajax. Ajax. Yeah. Chemi- yeah. Cause I was reading uh, a little thing that just said that 
when this movie came, the Joker never had an origin story. Yeah. And nobody knew his origin, which was so this, so the, Yeah, so that probably came in. That's, that's yeah. what makes me wonder, like, yeah. what influenced what. Yeah. yeah. Well, you're right, because Harley Quinn was originally in the cartoon. Yeah, the cartoons, and they yeah. brought her in as an actual, like, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, so he falls into the chemicals, and uh, when Batman <clears throat> uh, raids the place, um, then, uh, okay, Vicky starts falling in love with Bruce Wayne while the reporter, whatever his name is, is falling in love with her. Yeah. And I guess that was supposed to be Robert, a bigger Robert Wool. Robert yeah. Wool. Yeah. That was supposed to be a bigger plot thing at some point, a bigger love triangle, but they, they kind of toned it down. That was probably a good idea. Yeah. I, I was, I mean, I just felt like the Robert Wool character could have been kind of taken out completely. Oh, totally. And I would have felt yeah. like yeah. better about it. That's true. Yeah. Just yeah. give her the whole reporter role. I'm rich. You know why they're so odd? Because they can afford to be. I mean, look at this mirror. Maybe it should be Bruce Wayne. <laughs> yeah. And there's, there's no there's no love triangle to this. She wants yeah. nothing to do with yeah. him. Yeah. It's yeah, like, she, and she he, he's up against a billionaire yeah. slash like superhero. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Regardless of who she's interested in, exactly. whether it's the Bruce yeah. Wayne or the Batman, this guy doesn't stand a chance. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the uh, so I guess the Joker, you know, he he's got the the crazy whacked out oh, face. So I have a question. Yeah. Sorry uh, for the Joker and his origin. So it's like. In the movie, we kind of felt like he's a pretty, like he's like a crime boss, that type of thing. Or yeah, like he's, yeah. he's, he's, in he's like, yeah, he's like yeah, he's, a mid-level. Yeah, yeah mid-level mm-hmm. in organized crime. And then like he falls in the vat and he becomes crazy. But then they're looking at his history and then he had like a history of like mental instability and all that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. which I didn't see any of before. It's like apparently he had like mood swings and all that stuff. Which <laughs> yeah, they didn't I mean it's show it's any. well the, the the turn happens so quick into his yeah. character. It's yeah. like it's like twenty minutes later. I would have liked to have seen one one mood swing. Yeah, yeah. that's that's true. That's a good point. Yeah. He should have. Yeah, especially when you like later come to find out that he's the one that was like that shot the parents in the alleyway. Yeah, and, like, and they kind of they kind of had a little. I mean, in that scene, I thought that there was an element of like instability yeah which i didn't see before that's interesting um because the this this movie series has something about characters realizing who each other are by things they say yeah yeah right so Mm -hmm. he does the bit about did you ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight and that's how bruce wayne remembers him and then in the next movie he and catwoman do the thing about um a kiss kiss is dangerous if you mean it or whatever yeah which is so funny because Melissa and I were sitting there watching that, and we're like, "Really, you don't recognize each other yet? Come on!" <laughs> yeah, you don't recognize someone from like two feet from your two face. Inches yeah. Away. Yeah, two inches away. <laughs> the voice, the mouth, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that was like we'll talk about that later on, but like that was the, the Val Kilmer like was the first time where I was like, okay, he's like disguising his voice. Like, yeah. Yeah. of course, uh, George Clooney does no attempt to disguise no. who he is whatsoever. No. Yeah, yeah I, felt like, thing. I felt like Michael Good. Keaton did it a little a, bit. A little he bit, he yeah. dropped in and out of it. Where yeah, exactly. Like, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, yeah. Uh, we're talking because most is a big Superman fan. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's the, the running gag is that he puts glasses on and nobody can tell who he is. Yeah. But at least he changes his personality. You yeah. know what's yeah. it's so it's so funny you say that. Did you ever see the thing that uh, Henry Cavill did? He, he, he changed his hair 
and went to in a Superman shirt and went to Times Square. No one recognized. Oh, really? Him. Yeah. And he walked around <laughs> talking to people. Hey, how's it going? Like, huh. and people just kept walking right by him. It's like, and then I think he really like kind of then styled it a different way, and people were like, "Oh my God, it's you!" Huh. It's, yeah. Well, I, I will say though, if I mean, I can understand a lot of people wouldn't recognize me, but if it was my coworker who I saw every day, no, they would probably be like, "Yo, what's up, Brennan?" Yeah, yeah. yeah. But they, they always say like it's it's the the the. Like, if Superman was a real person, why would you ever consider him to be anybody but Superman? Like, yeah. why, why would you make yourself anything less than that? Right. Like, yeah. it would be ludicrous to be like, this guy that I works next to, who's like this bumbling idiot, yeah. he's Superman. Like, yeah. Um, and why isn't he spending all his time providing energy and stuff for the world population? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that's a different story. Yeah. Uh, anyway, back to Batman. So we get the Joker. He starts... Um, sending out like poisoned cosmetics and and mm-hmm. pharmaceuticals and stuff that make people what they call the laughing death or whatever it is yeah. they mm-hmm. make people look like him essentially with the with the big wide mouth and then they die and uh you know it's kind of funny because nobody knows exactly what's causing it it's this weird combination of things and so all the newscasters are all disheveled because they're not taking showers or wearing makeup i thought the makeup was really well done too to make people just look really grim and and yeah uh, yeah. just Hmm. i mean it seemed like there was makeup on those people just to make them look worse right right and and the makeup because he does the bit a couple of times where he's wearing skin colored makeup on top of his white face yeah and he wipes it off yeah yeah. that, that was done well so, oh, at some point, um, Alfred brings Vicky into the Batcave and kind of spills the beans there. Yeah, yeah. It's, that that like for these movies that always bothers me. It's yeah, like, it's it's like one thing when in like the Christopher Nolan movie later, it's like there's an arc to the character, and then yeah. they discover. But if it's just sort of like oh, like. You should come find out who I, he falls in love with a new woman like every single yeah, movie, right. and is like, yeah. "I want to be with only you, and I want you to know my life." And yeah. like, here I'm Batman, and they're like, "Oh, okay, that's nice." I know. And then like Alfred, who raises him and is like his protector, is just like, "Here, like, a new girl." Yeah, like, exactly. Just, I, I just want, I just want to see you happy with somebody. <laughs> exactly. like, yeah. And then he lets Chris. Uh, Chris O'Donnell in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Accidentally, you're not good at your job, Alfred. Yeah, I know. Let's see. Yeah, it's like when I was growing up and watching these movies, like I, I never. It just never dawned on me that they were they were like a continuation. Hmm. It, I always just felt oh, like yeah. it, I always thought it was just I, I knew that yeah. one and two were related, obviously because yeah. it was both uh, mm-hmm. Keaton. But then I just kind of felt like ah, three and four. Like it, it felt like there was some connection with three, but four was just like I don't even know if anything before happened. This could have been written as some other movie, and they're yeah. just like plug in Batman and Robin. Yeah, yeah. but it's but then then I, I look back and it's like Commissioner Gordon's the same in all the movies. Yeah, Alfred's the same mm-hmm. in all the movies, and I'm like, okay, this is meant to be one because they don't reference in three and four especially they never reference anything of the past mm-hmm. no no no. yeah oh i will say about alfred though as bad as he was at his job i i like i mean i like their relationship especially between him and yeah. michael keaton he I was thought, good yeah, yeah yeah uh yeah in fact they do good like you think of every alfred they've always gotten a good alfred you know yeah, the, yeah, yeah. michael yeah. kane is great um the guy in the Gotham TV show, yeah, they have a great Alfred and, and Bruce relationship. Um, mm-hmm. Even you know, even the Alfred in the '66 TV show was good. <laughs> <laughs> trying trying to find nice ways to 
to look at that show. <laughs> you know, that show's another one, kind of like Pee-wee's Big Adventure, that, you know, I watched it as a kid, and it was like, bam, pow, splat stuff. Yeah, if, if you don't want it to be a Batman, yeah. like, a, like a hardcore Batman, it's, it's, it's funny and interesting to watch, because right. it, it does make fun of itself, and yeah, it, yeah. it is, like, it is an on-the-joke, and it tries to be funny, mm-hmm. but then if you're like... If if you weren't alive in the time, it's like, and you're watching it back now, having seen Batman the way we see Batman now, yeah. you're just like, what is this? Yeah, <laughs> it is kind of ridiculous. But you're right; it is on the joke. It's very satirical. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of interesting stuff going on in there, and I, I love the fact that every episode was like a two part cliffhanger. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, the UHF channel, in when I was growing up, would play play like both of them after school back to back. Oh, that's awesome. awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's see. So I, I was putting down the, the uh, quotes in here to grab. Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. So I have an easier time of it. And it's like thug, Joker, 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 Bruce, Joker, Batman. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they really focused on Joker and like, like Bruce Wayne's relationship with Vicky Vale. That's what, mm-hmm. like the two plots that they really focused on, which yeah. I thought, I thought it was like, I, I mean, in con, and in, I don't, I don't think that there was any like chemistry between Vicky Vale and Bruce Wayne, like as far as like the two actors. I just don't think Kim Basinger is very good as an actress. Yeah, but um, but I thought the idea was was good because like the whole thing where Joker has the, I mean, he's giving people chemicals and it's like a commentary in the eighties and mass consumption and like all that kind of stuff where. Bruce Wayne is as as a as a parallel. He's trying to focus on a relationship that he's not sure if he can have, which would be the ultimate satisfying thing. And so, I thought they were good parallels as far as a story, B story, that yeah, type yeah. of thing. But I oh, here's the thing: I never noticed before they actually explain the Joker's smile. It's not just the chemicals. When when they're in the chemical plant and he shoots at Batman and Batman deflects it and yeah. the bullet hits him. It actually slices through his mouth. Oh, uh, I, I don't know if I noticed before. that. Yeah, no. yeah. Uh, it's just in the like two frame shot as he's falling into the acid. Yeah. you can kind of see it. It's like, oh, huh. you know. So th- then, how did he get the acid? So it's like everyone had the same smile as him, though. So then, and, how did he? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's, it, it takes liberties at certain <laughs> points. <laughs> yeah. So we were talking about how how compared to the TV show, yeah. it's so much darker, and it's like you're there's this spectrum of you know crazy silly stuff to you know dark and serious. Yeah, and, and we thought when we saw this that it it was like the opposite end, and then we get Nolan, right? Yeah, 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 <laughs> um, yeah. And that's that's funny. It's like you look at the the, the, the three different. I, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna completely write off three and four on. This. <laughs> so I'm talking about Batman and, yeah. and Batman Returns. Uh-huh. But like the three different iterations of of uh, Batman, you've got the the Tim Burton, you've got the Nolan, and then now you've got the like Zack Snyder. Oh, right. And it, it, you're right in the sense that it's like the the Nolan one just skews so heavily into realism. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like, and then the the modern one is skews so heavily into like fantasy and this sort of like lies somewhere in the, like the, the Burton one lies somewhere in the middle. It's like, you think the, the Zack Snyder goes fantasy? They're, they're fighting aliens. They're like, yeah, and, but that's and, part of a comic book universe. Uh, yeah. I can see. But I'm just saying it's, it's like, yeah. and it's, you know, okay. the, the stuff that he's, he's like, z- like zipping around on a zip line and like, <laughs> and you know, 
like Superman exists in that universe and right. stuff like that. It's it's pure fantasy, and then like Burton's lies somewhere in the middle yeah. of the two of them. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Because you can tell. I mean, it's a very Burton esque set with the yeah. fake buildings and and uh, things like that. Um, but yeah. the, the only thing I had a problem with the Burton movies is that they they felt like all the exterior scenes, and they obviously were, were just on like an enormous set, and it just yeah. felt that way. You didn't oh, feel, yeah. you didn't feel like you were in a city at all. No, no, no. Yeah. yeah. And I feel, yeah, I feel like that w- that way with all of his movies, though. I feel like I'm in just like... Like, he tries to hypercraft the look yeah. so much that it ha- there's mm-hmm. nothing like that exists in the world that it has to be in an enormous set. Yeah. yeah. And then you get this, like, confined space feeling. Of yeah. Like, and it, yeah. All, it all feels slightly fake and plastic. Exactly. Like in the yeah. second one, when the Batmobile's going down the street, crashing into cars, they're all sort of, like, lifting off in front of his, the yeah. car yeah, yeah, yeah. in this mm-hmm. perfect ballet, you know? Yeah. Yeah, because in Returns, it's like the the Christmas scene, the tree lighting. I'm like, where is this, man? It feels like there's like <laughs> yeah. some sort of roof over them. Like, yeah, yeah, totally. So eventually the Joker uh, kidnaps Vicky and takes her up to the bell tower, the church tower or whatever, and Batman chases him up there, and then he uh, pushes him down. Wait, before we go, so oh, I just want to talk a little bit about Vicky Vale's apartment. Oh, yeah. That was not her apartment. That oh, was no, such yeah. a weird place. Yeah. It was like a sterile bachelor pad with like strange like childish like uh, there was a childish cookie jar like yeah. on her like uh her like her vanity table there was like a weird kind of murder doll it was super strange looking <laughs> huh. i just feel like that's where tim you. burton lived when he was like making batman it's <laughs> yeah. like a bachelor pad but anyway um and then so that scene that takes place at her apartment mm-hmm. where joker comes yeah. and he shoots uh michael keaton yeah um and michael keaton had taken the silver tray or whatever and put it under his shirt but then when he takes it out the way the direction of the bullet hole goes the the lip the edge of the tray would have been pointing outward not like conforming <laughs> yeah. to his chest i was like that really didn't yeah, work yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, i forgot how much he got shot in the chest yeah like every every other time yeah like the, the opening scene yeah right <laughs> The, uh, it's it's the, it's in that scene where I I take points away from Keaton for being Bruce Wayne because he's just nuts in that yeah. scene. It's like, oh yeah, yeah. Bruce Wayne, Nespa. Most of the time. I know who you are. Let me tell you about this guy I know, Jack. Mean kid, bad seed, hurt people. I like him already. (laughs) (laughs) You know, the problem was he got sloppy. You know, crazy. He started to lose it. He had a head full of bad wiring, I guess. Couldn't keep it straight up here. He was the kind of guy who... I couldn't hear the train until it was two feet from him. You know what happened to this guy, Jack? Wow. Made mistakes. And then he had his... There's lights out! Now you want to get nuts? Come on! Let's get nuts. Tell me something, my friend. You ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? What? I always ask that of all my prey. I just like the sound of it. 
he's just crazy when he's like the, the whole, like that's the that's the most quoted Keaton line right. is that like let's get nuts yeah, you want to get nuts let's get nuts and he's yeah. like smashing things with his like hot poker right. yeah <laughs> yeah so they uh, they go up to the tower the Joker puts acid on the bell to have it fall down and and but it misses Batman. Uh, they come get him with a helicopter, and the but Batman bungees him to a gargoyle, which makes the Joker fall to his death. Is, is there a helicopter in every Batman movie? Oh, it's got to be. Yeah, yeah. So I read that. Well, we were talking earlier about Nicholson's. Um, no, we were talking about uh, Schwarzenegger's payday yeah, in the fourth yeah. movie. Nicholson mm-hmm. got a cut of this movie. Uh, I did. Re- yeah, I did read that, and he got. Yeah. Yeah. He ended up making sixty-five million off of this. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. I know it's nuts. Um, and, That's uh, a big cut, too. yeah. <laughs> Considering it was what two hundred and something yeah. million, so it's like two fifty. Yeah. it's like a third of it or a yeah. fifth of it or something like that. Yeah. Well, you know, I feel like, I mean, sixty-five million is a lot of money, but as far as anyone who deserved it in the movie, probably him because he really was the most. I mean, they they focused on him the most, yeah. and he was the biggest star. How, so. how terribly un- underused was uh, was uh, Harvey Dent there? Oh, I know. <laughs> Poor Billy D. Williams. Yeah, you get Billy D. Williams yeah. to come be in this, yeah. and it's like he's got like two scenes to him, and yeah. then they replace him in the third movie. Yeah, I know. What yeah. the heck? Yeah, that was annoying. Yeah. And this is like, you know, maybe this is like peak Billy D. Williams. He was like, you know, Jedi was in '84 or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. You know, this is a couple years later. He's not old and doddering like he is now. No, you no. Know? <laughs> it felt to me this movie felt a lot like that Dick Tracy movie. Yes. Yes, mm-hmm. and it's sort of fakey plasticiness. Yeah. yeah, well, that's what you don't have Madonna. But exactly. I, I feel like <laughs> this one had much more of an '80s feel to it. I mean, granted, the other ones are in the '90s, but like this one had no, like you're a feel right, at the time. Yeah, but like I, Batman I Returns had more, like it alluded more to like the comics in like the '40s and stuff. This oh, one okay. really kind of like stayed in its time period to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there, there there was a lot of like '80s tropes with like there's like the punks, the like graffitiing, the the art museum oh, with yeah. the Prince song playing. That oh, was the pretty. Prince song. Oh, I know. The as, Prince. Yeah. As soon as I was watching the opening credits and it was like music provided by Prince, oh. I was like, oh god, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> like, like I love Prince, but I'm like, don't mm. put him in a Batman yeah. movie. It's like, yeah, so, yeah. I mean, I, I was because I, I had to look that up because I was just like, well. I mean, it's a Warner Brothers movie. I know Warner. I mean, his whole thing with like he, he changed his name because he was like contracted by Warner Brothers, and he like didn't want to be in a contract oh, was anymore. It Warner? So, I thought it was Sony. I mean, no, no, it was, it was Warner, Warner Brothers. Okay. So he like he he like yeah, that's when he started writing "Slave" on his cheek during shows and like changed his name to a symbol, all that kind of stuff. But yeah. like this was prior to that, and like I guess he hadn't had uh, a like a hit album in a while. Okay. And then, so this one was like, it kind of put him back on the map The like, he made like a nine song album hmm. for the bat for Batman. And like, I, I guess Tim Burton actually asked him to be like, to, to do the music for it, which I was surprised by. I thought it was like a, like a, production company driven thing yeah I was really, uh, <laughs> yeah. where i was like we own the rights to that music just throw it in there for <laughs> yeah, free exactly and that that actually fits because i read that tim burton didn't like the print stuff in the movie really yeah. oh well maybe maybe it was the production company yeah. and that's just a different story yeah. that they i mean maybe that's the story that they pushed right that would make more sense because it, i mean like joker dancing to prince with like the purple coat i was like this just feels like production notes where they're yeah. just like we need a cross promote yeah so but apparently it worked really well. Yeah. Bat dance, number yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and oh, Nicholson really liked this movie, apparently. It was like his favorite yeah, yeah. of his performances, and he would watch it every week, which is pretty amazing. I, I wouldn't ever, I mean, 
not an actor, but yeah. I would never want to watch anything of myself every week. That's <laughs> well, especially especially yeah. when, you're, when your target is to go that over the top. Yeah. Like, yeah, I feel like, though, this was, I don't, I don't remember what else he was in around this time, but it feels like this was the beginning of a Jack Nicholson renaissance, you know, because he did all those great The, the 90s did that to a lot of actors, yeah. like uh, John Travolta in Pulp Fiction. I'm like, still yeah. pissed off at Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what, talk about, like, coming back and then, like, mm-hmm. using your celebrity to be, like, more annoying. <laughs> for John Travolta, and Jack, oh, not yeah. Jack Nicholson. Yeah, yeah, no, Jack just got old and crotchety. <laughs> like, yeah, I, 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 I liked felt him. like yeah, he was heading that way anyway. Yeah. I liked him as the Joker when he was dialed up to like an eight out of ten. Yeah, when he went to like ten out of ten or above, yeah. I was just sort of like, this is too much. I would have <laughs> like liked to see. Yeah, I would have liked to see that build too, or yeah. something like that, where he just got crazier and crazier. But like when he just like once they made like you know he had the whole operation or whatever, yeah. and then he just started out like, well, I'm a lunatic now. Yeah, I was. Yeah. I would have liked to have seen more of that. Like because I, I guess the the reason is because like at the very last scene, he's like saying to Batman, like, you made me, like, and all that kind of stuff, that, but... Kill you. You idiot! You made me. Remember? You dropped me into that vat of chemicals. That wasn't easy to get over. And don't think that I didn't try. I made you, you gotta say you made me. How childish can you get, huh? Wouldn't hit a guy with glasses on, would you? He said it as if there was some amount of remorse to him being the Joker, which I didn't see prior to that, so it would have been nice to see sure. some amount of regret, kind of like what you see with Catwoman. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Or like, yeah, in the morning, either in the beginning, not either regret or just like, yeah, pissed off at Batman for yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The uh, you can tell um, that the bat suit was very tight and non-moving. Like it, Keaton could not turn his. Head. Oh yeah, that, 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 <laughs> they had they've had problems with that until probably the last couple movies where they finally just started digitally putting the cowl on. Oh, yeah. oh that's so, smart. yeah, because it's uh, everybody had. I think actually I think they redesigned it to be more flexible in like the Dark Knight or or Dark Knight Rises or something. Mm-hmm. But in the most recent movies, they just they've just digitally added in the cowl later because it's. Like so, he could freely move his head. Like it, it had, it was more like kind of a cloth middle midsection, mm-hmm. so he could turn his head. Right, and then they would just sort of like digitally add the like the rubberized version later. Okay, yeah. But I, it, yeah. yeah, I mean, that's you look at you look at Keaton. He turns his whole body when he turns. Yeah, it's like, yeah. that whole like flapping his wings, like showing his wings like really big and then just kind of dropping him down again. You're just like, well, that was <laughs> dropped any intimidation that you just had, yeah. right? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. You can tell a lot of the stuff in this movie, like the Joker's motivation stuff were done just for the sake of the plot of the movie. Yeah. You know, in all, in all these movies. Uh, and so I guess my, my last note of the, the climax was Batman had all these targeting things and he couldn't hit the Joker with all that stuff. I know. Whereas the Joker pulls out this ridiculously long gun. Yeah. He stole my balloons. 
Why didn't somebody tell me that he had one of those things? Bob? Gun. He can't even hold straight, and he hits him. <laughs> I will say, that is kind of... Fa- I mean, out of all the movies that you see where all the henchmen are shooting, like, 50 bullets at the hero, and then they just shoot one and kill him, I find... It's like, it was nice to see it in reverse. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there, there, is, there is a theory that goes around, and it's been around for a long time, that... that there's two different theories uh, of where the, the Joker actually has superpowers. Okay. And one of them is that it's 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 pure luck pure luckiness like sure is that like like you can shoot something from really far away and things people that have like easy shots on him just completely miss it's just like he's got pure luck to him Mm -hmm. and the other one is he suffers from what's called super sanity is that he he, like sort of similar to deadpool he understands that he's in a comic book okay and realizes there's no ramifications to anything he does and he's driven mad by the fact that like there's no purpose to his life <laughs> I can see that. Other than yeah. like toying with Batman, yeah. so he. Lo- yeah. I also like the fact that they're not explicit about that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the Dirty Cop, uh, Lieutenant Eckhart. Oh yeah, he's played by William Hootkins, who was um, Porkins in Star Wars, <laughs> and he was one of the uh, government men in Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah, okay. Those are the two. I he looked familiar. He looked eighties yeah. familiar. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that's about it. Anything else on this movie? No. All right. Uh, what do you rate it? Uh, well, you go last. What do you rate it, Eric? Uh, oh, it's it's Batman eighty nine. I'm giving it eighty nine. I think that. Are, are talking, what am I rating, or what I thought the? Uh, yeah. What are you rating it? What, what am I, I rating? I don't know. Yeah. I, I'll I'll give it an eight. I'll give it a solid eight. Yeah. 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 yeah me too. I'm at an eight. Yeah. How about you, Brennan? I'm gonna go seven. I thought that okay. there was. I mean, I, I just thought that. I thought in, in theory, like everything that they were doing was like the right decision, but I felt like Kim Basinger's casting was like totally miscast, which kind of like ruined a good section. Of she the does movie. have a huge and part of the movie. Yeah. It's a big section of the movie that like there was just no heat. Mm-hmm. And then the Joker, I thought like there was just different. I mean, I just thought that that could have been a little bit more subtle or, or a little bit. Um, yeah. Less I, 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 I could give you that. I think I'm only giving it one extra point because, because it is, it did redefine that. That's true. Yeah. yeah. As far as like the time. Period it, 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 like now, now everything is based off of that. It is a yeah. serious Batman. Yeah. It's, yeah. yeah. And the reaction was well received by it. I mean, everyone. So yeah. Okay. I'll give it a eight based on that. I changed my score. <laughs> I feel like when, I feel when you make Batman now, the kind of question, are we making something better than Batman 89? Yeah. Like, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, I just remember uh, watching this again. It brought back all the quotes and stuff that I that I loved about it. But I also saw a lot of things that were like, "Ooh, that's a bit yeah. rough." Yeah, <laughs> there. Yeah, I actually, I'm going to go back to a seven. I'm sticking with it. <laughs> there was some really like, I mean, just some major '80s tropes that you really, I mean, they really should have avoided. Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't know. There was just some really corny scenes. There was, um, and there was some like. You know, they're trying to stretch themselves uh, special effects-wise and stuff like that. There's a shot overhead of Batman looking out off of a rooftop, and then he turns around and goes inside. Oh, it was terrible. The shadow? So hand-drawn animation, you know. Yeah. yeah. But, all right. um, IMDb gives it a 7.6 out of 10. And uh, any guesses on Rotten Tomatoes? That's what I I was saying earlier. It's it's Batman 89. I'm going with an 89% Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. What do you think? Well, I looked at the score, so oh, okay. I, kind of, I have an idea what it yeah. is. 72. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. still pretty good. Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. So, <clears throat> Batman Returns. It's so hard to call just the first one Batman and like and, and have people understand what you're talking about. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But, yeah. We've kind of 
gotten into that. Even problem. looking it up, when I looked it up, I was because like I was looking up to for a way to rent it. It was like seventeen other things that came in the way of yeah. Batman. To, <laughs> like, I just want yeah. Batman. Like, but we're giving you Batman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Batman Returns came out in '92. Three years later, uh, also Burton. Uh, this budget was eighty million. Uh, what was the first one again? First thirty-five, one? I think. Thirty-five. Yeah. yeah. So eighty million. And what do you think it grossed domestic? Uh, two ten. I think it went down a little bit, but I think it was still very good. Okay. Oh, that's. I mean, uh, yeah. I'm. I'm gonna go four hundred. Four hundred. Yeah, I'll just go four hundred. Just, just to, I just have a different opinion just, from Eric. You just I would dump, act, like it's it's what it's what three years later you just double. I, I just I don't know. I think the first one I was at eighty nine, and I was just so far off. I want to go the other way. Yeah. <laughs> Price is right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I think I think your your answer sounds right. So I'm. I just I just need to be. Yeah, it did go down. Uh, One sixty two. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so about double the the budget and two eighty two worldwide. That's so crazy. It's I mean now worldwide you can get like half a billion. Like it's amazing to see yeah. what the market has become now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, you were saying last week that uh, in twenty ten before twenty ten we couldn't get movies into yeah, China. Yeah, you couldn't get like China. Like and even now China only you you have to partner with a Chinese company and they only allow twenty American movie or like eighteen American movies per year mm-hmm. in China. Yeah. But but China like IMAX partnered with China and opened something like two hundred IMAX theaters probably in like around two thousand ten. Okay, we start on Cobblepot Mansion. So we have the Penguin and Catwoman in this. Oh yeah, there was one trivia about the the first Batman. Yeah, it's the only one to only have one villain. Uh, you know, I was going to say something yeah. about that. Yeah, it was the, it was and that, that's what made me wonder if they were trying to maybe work some sort of like Harvey Dent angle, right. Yeah, I'm I mean, maybe they're setting up for the second one, but setting it up. Yeah, well, but he doesn't even come back till the third one. Exactly, that's, yeah. that's what's weird right. about it. Yeah. Um, so, Cobblepot Mansion, they have a baby that they keep in a cage, and it eats cats, so they mm-hmm. dump it in the river. Um, also, trivia: the the Cobblepot parents are Pee Wee Herman yeah. and then uh, Simone from Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Oh, I didn't, I didn't know. That. I, knew, right. I knew the Paul Rubens, but I didn't yeah. know that one. Yeah. yeah, and I like how they got Paul to come back for yeah. Gotham, which is great. Uh, and then um, Christopher Walken. With a bad haircut. Oh my god, he's terrible in this movie. <laughs> I thought he was great. Oh man, yeah. I couldn't. it's yeah. It, here's the thing: I don't like looking at Christopher Walken's or Christopher Walken under the age of like sixty. He just <laughs> looks so weird to me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He he look he looks like the the old guy from Poltergeist that that like a younger version of him. I never saw Poltergeist, so maybe that Poltergeist three. The, yeah. the, the, the uh, like two or two. Sorry, yeah, two. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dave and I watched that not too long ago. Oh, well, that man makes sense. (laughs) Yeah. So he, uh, oh, and Selena Kyle, Michelle Pfeiffer is his assistant. Mm -hmm. Um, The, I guess, oh, here we're talking about that uh, Christmas tree lighting scene. Mm -hmm. uh, And Penguin sends out his troops to cause havoc. I noticed that a lot of times the bad guys, the villains do something just to kind of just wreak havoc they yeah. don't really have yeah. have an aim in mind for it they're just kind of messing with people until batman gets there yeah in a lot of it's these kind of weird how like, all these villains like i don't know how much they do this in the comics but they have all these like dual identities to them yeah like you know there's like jack shows up like the joker goes back to being jack for a few scenes and then he's back to being the joker and back to being jack mm-hmm. it's like and then penguin like i guess he goes by cobble pop but he's still kind of the penguin but then Who's the other? Oh, the cat. Yes, she, the cat like, she goes too, back yeah. and forth from being asleep. It's like, yeah. And then even in, um, what's the, the 
I mean, Harvey, or what's his name? Uh, Two Face stays Two Face the entire time. That which, which, yeah, that was that was a weird decision for me. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, anyway, we we'll we'll get to that when we get to we'll it. Get but there. but yeah, yeah. I, th- I mean, I feel like 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 you were saying about you know the original Batman, Tim Burton's Batman, kind of like set the tone for yeah. the rest of them. But yeah, I think that whole like duality is something that Tim Burton. I mean, yeah. I don't know the script's focused on certainly. Well, I mean, you, you, you get, you get Paul or what's his name? Uh, Schumacher. And it's just sort of like, he, he does what he wants to do. It's yeah. <laughs> he's taken into a completely different angle. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, I mean, I thought the duality was, was good as far as just like, I mean, I think the Batman should have a connection to the villains yeah. and that duality is something that he struggles with. And so like, you want him to be kind of tempted by that dark side, but, I, I, but I, then doing yeah. it three times. I, just I, like, I liked it for everything time. except for poison ivy. It was so weird. Yeah, when that she was, was just like, kind of like. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. There's. I yeah. mean, I don't. I don't think there's anything I could say that would like. I mean, any suggestion to like save that movie whatsoever? Yeah. Anyway, or that Jim Carrey ends up being. It's weird because he's like he's like red, long red hair. We'll get. Oh, let's just get to that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so it hard that, not no. to just complain about the fourth I, yeah. one. Yeah. Every chance I want to just tear yeah. into three and four. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so anyway, uh, I mean, I thought the duality worked the best for this movie yeah, as far yeah. as as far as far uh, him well, relating to It's a to huge subplot to it, so, yeah. know, him falling for Selena Kyle. Which, yeah, is probably Bruce Wayne's, I mean, in my opinion, I think I think that Selena Kyle is his, uh, is his best chance at love. Because, oh, probably, yeah. I mean, that, I mean, in the, in, actually, they're, they're getting married in the, the current run of Batman. So, oh, yeah. Like Catwoman. Makes and, sense. And, uh, Cause like the whole thing about like the first one is like, Oh, I have this dual personality. I mean, I, I mean like I have this dual like thing where I just can't have like a normal life. And like, that's true. You can't have a normal life. You're like your childhood was taken away from you and you've dedicated your adult life to like stopping other people from say like suffering the same fate, which means that like you, you have to have someone that's pretty unstable, like Catwoman. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. So the penguin, gets dumped in the river he ends up in the uh, the old zoo yeah. in the arctic yeah, yeah. which for a long time i didn't even realize it and i'm, I'm like why are there penguins in gotham city <laughs> um but they, they, just, they shut the zoo down and they just abandoned them there it's like, i know yeah. uh and so selena kyle uh goes back into the office she works for max shrek she goes back into the office and i guess catches him doing something bad and he pushes her out uh, the window <laughs> Of his high rise, somehow she survives, and a bunch of cats tend. That, to I don't well, I don't. I don't I, did she survive? I thought she died or something, and then the cats, and then the cats back, back, back to life. But then she was cursed to being a cat, or and that's my assumption. But yeah, <laughs> I don't really. Your guess is as good as anybody. But yeah. it's, it's it makes no sense. Yeah, yeah, it makes no sense, and she. You know, she somehow has like cat powers now. Like yeah. she's got nine lives. Yeah. She's like, yeah, she's like weirdly shot. licking herself. Yeah. Like, yeah, I didn't need to see the nine Which, lives thing. I was like, yeah, okay, don't, I don't. Yeah, I mean, I could see her fall out of a few windows or whatever and right. survive, but I didn't need to have a count, a running count. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I, I, I really, I mean, I think the the one from Gotham is the best Catwoman so far. You know, because it shows her as a young teen, yeah, yeah, as a as a burglar. Nickname is Cat. You know, and yeah. it's like, oh, that's a great origin story. Yeah, yeah. You know? yeah. much better than being a falling, cat lady. falling out of the office of the worst named Batman <laughs> villain ever, <laughs> yeah. Max Shrek. Max yeah. Shrek. Yeah, and let's not even talk about the Catwoman movie. Oh yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> it's just all. Uh, anyway, uh, I, I thought it was interesting though that, like, I mean, she starts out like being like alone, which is sort of the same thing as Bruce Wayne. And then, but it kind of shows like, you know, Bruce Wayne's like this bachelor, which is such a positive view of, of it, but he's still lonely. And then with 
you know, she's the, crazy cat, she's the crazy cat lady, and you're just like, you just like kind of shows you how. Uh, you're right. It negative, is, yeah, it's, it's, it's like society looks at it yeah, completely different. Exactly. He's, he's, a, he's a like chosen billionaire playboy, and she's like some crazy cat. Lady. Yeah. <laughs> so, but eventually, Catwoman teams up with Penguin uh, for what? Just to get back at Batman? Yeah. I don't mm-hmm. know why did she. Why did she piss off at Batman? Did he foil something that she was doing? I don't know. I can't even remember that. Whatever, because the plot needed it. Yeah, you know. Uh, and then, of course, the the B story here is Penguin running for mayor, um, and kind of getting the the yeah. uh, approval of the public, which he never had before. Mm-hmm. I think I, I liked Danny DeVito in this because he, he. I feel like this is honestly the only character in any of the four movies that wasn't played over the top. Yeah, well, I, I thought he played it really high up, but then he but, was so yeah, sympathetic. Yeah. I mean, he, it's like he... It, it, was, really it was like a constant eight instead of like going between like yeah, six he, and twelve. Yeah, it's like, yeah. I mean, he, it's like he, everything fit with his character. Uh, exactly. So I thought that yeah. was that was really well done. So Yeah, and the sort of the combination of it being a somewhat silly, you know, Tim Burton movie with his character design seeing, being so grotesque, you mm-hmm. know, and that awful suit that he's wearing and the clothes that are dirty and, and yeah mm-hmm. i thought that was an interesting plot of like create like trying to make him a politician i mean especially because what we see now like nowadays with uh, like with Gotham. You know, yeah or no, with, with, with just reality <laughs> yeah. like you're just yeah, like yeah. these like people who we kind of view as like these like grotesque monsters or like, yeah he's he's a sympathy story yeah people are like oh i want to see this guy find his family yeah, oh yeah. no i want to be the mayor it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. because i know him. i've seen him on tv <laughs> I don't care what his politics are. It's like, yeah. I know who he is. <laughs> right. God, I'm trying to figure out why Catwoman wants to like destroy the bat. I mean, because she's like she's obsessed with like getting back in. Wasn't there Shrek, some? But... Wasn't there some partnership between like technically between Bruce Wayne and, and Shrek? Oh or something? yeah, yeah. It's she like, sees the like. The, oh, yeah, it? she's she's like boning up on those Bruce Wayne notes, okay. and then like she gets pushed out of the window, and then but they're like I don't know, I don't. But know. then it, but, it, but it has nothing to do with Batman. So I, well, yeah. Yeah, that's true. I guess that she would. <laughs> I keep forgetting that they're yeah. They're, they're, in that knows. world, they're separate people. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> But they so they meet each other as Bruce and Selina, and they meet each other as Batman and Catwoman. Yeah. They kind of begin falling in love in both instances. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was it was good. We mentioned earlier, you know, they they have a kiss and then they say the same thing the next night at this you know charity ball or whatever. I did, I did like that scene where they're dancing and she's like, yeah. "Does this mean we have to fight now?" Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean that. I'm emotionally I, that one got me. I thought mm-hmm. I thought it was really believable. I thought those. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah, she's she's a good actress, you know. They, yeah, they yeah. I wish that I wish that her primary mode of transportation as Catwoman wasn't backflips, because like that was just. Like, I, I heard Catwoman. somewhere that Tim Burton says that's that's his favorite performance that he's ever had an actor or actress give for hmm. him was was uh, uh, Michelle Pfeiffer. Michelle Pfeiffer and, oh, and Catwoman. I, yeah. I could actually, I mean, I could definitely believe that. I thought that she was fantastic in it, but I just thought, I mean, the backflips clearly weren't her choice unless she was actually very good at backflips. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I got this one thing I can do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're like, fine, just backflip a bunch of times. Yeah. Apparently, they had to like vacuum the outfit on her. her. I wouldn't be surprised. Good yeah. God. And, like, they had to vacuum seal it. And so she can only be in it for a short amount of time before she'd start like passing out and stuff. Oh, yeah. boy. Yeah. She probably just, like reeked when they got her out. She's like <laughs> filled up with sweat and right. like, yeah. So do they have to like devacuum it or like how do they take I, it off? They probably know. just like just cut, cut it or something. It with, like, an exact something. <laughs> 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 it just has permanent scars. Yeah, yeah. Like, I bled for Batman Returns. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so Batman goes into town. He 
puts the the Batmobile and he puts the shields on it. I don't know if we saw the shields in the first movie or not. But Probably not. No, that Batmobile is way better. Yeah. So yeah. it's got these shields that come out, which like where are they stored and don't they add like a ton of weight to the car? But beyond that, whatever. Yeah. Oh yeah. These goons somehow hack the shields. They get yeah, the, that made no sense to me. No. It's like somehow they got the plans to this top yeah. secret thing that right. only Batman. Yeah, and what did they do with just like a little beeper or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. beeper yeah. or I forget what something. it was. Yeah, and then like the guy's got like he's like working on schematics and like doing <laughs> wiring yeah. on it and shit. Yeah, and they and they plant a like a controlling device on there. Yeah. So then when Batman mm-hmm. gets back in it, uh, Penguin's got control, and Penguin has this whole Batmobile arcade machine like set up car, so yeah. he can like. Adjust your sets. Uh, welcome to the Oswald Cobblepot School of Driving. Gentlemen, start your screaming. That was okay. So when I was watching that, and and you know the the penguins controlling the Batmobile, and Batman's like, oh, I can't. It, yeah. it was like in my mind, I was like. How amazing would it be to be a movie writer in the 90s where, like, whatever dialogue you turn in, they're like, this is brilliant. This is great. Yeah. <laughs> like, like it makes no fucking sense. It, it, the, the Penguin has lived underground his entire life, and he makes the comment, like, excuse me, I just lost my driver's license or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. And you're like, well, like, that's not even a good joke, and that yeah. makes it in here. And it makes no sense to the story. It's, yeah. Yeah. And, and the thing is, like, this whole thing has no effect on the plot of the movie it's just like to show Batman, the Batmobile crashing into a bunch of cars well yeah. no because it's, it's it's like everyone's like oh Batman's oh. killing us or whatever yeah yeah. yeah I mean it, they're but, trying then, to slander his right. and identity and the, the Penguin is saying bad stuff about Gotham which Batman records on his CD-ROM yeah those people were won over way too easily you reminded me that was the other thing is when he plays the CD like a, uh-huh. like a record yeah. uh-huh. and he starts scratching it oh yeah <laughs> I was like that's not but then, like, I, but that reminds me too, like, of like, because everyone's like, they just turn on Penguin and they just right. throw lettuce, which he was like, why does everyone bring lettuce to a thing? Which I, Nowadays, I, I thought yeah. that was kind of funny. Why is there always someone who brings eggs and tomatoes to a speech? That's but like, great. yeah, it's like after seeing the like Trump election, you're just like, no, 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 no. Yeah. It would take a lot more to get people on like exactly. the other side. Like, you know, yeah. like nowadays it'd be so easy to be like, that was digitally manipulated. Yeah. I never said that. Yeah. Like, and I love how Batman. He's, or just like, even if I did say that, and who like, cares? it's yeah. just words. Right. <laughs> they, uh, you know, he's he's in the Batcave doing this, and he they like signal hacked you see on the screen yeah. or whatever which not only hacks like the tv broadcast but the actual pa system where the penguin is giving yep, his speech yep. got hacked into by by batman oh yeah mm-hmm. you stuff, know stuff was not digital i i oh yeah, you know? well, I, 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 my, my my assumption for a lot of like batman's control is that like wayne enterprises own so much that like maybe he just plants all this stuff to begin with yeah but then, why would he need a bat signal when he has like <laughs> everything planted? But anyway, yeah, it's it's some sort of weird uh, communism of like Wayne Enterprises provides <laughs> everything for everybody. <laughs> I mean, every time they look at a glass, they're like, "Oh, Wayne Enterprises." Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. He makes everything. Oh, and then so, some of these things, like the car being taken over, lasts for about half a half a minute. Yeah, and then Penguin's got this plan to 
kidnap all the firstborn of Gotham's elites. Oh yeah, there and was that, a lot of like Moses references. Yeah. And stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. But then I, because I, I, it said like thirty three years later, which I know that's like the age that Jesus was when he died. But then when I was like, I was wondering like, how old was Moses during all that kind of stuff? Because like they really hit like home like all yeah that's true there's, there's a lot of uh like similarities and analogies to each other yeah yeah, yeah. Huh. anyway <clears throat> sorry go yeah. ahead no so, especially because you're right the, the basket floating down the water the basket floating down the oh, water yeah. yeah it's like any like the you know the can't find the parents mm-hmm. and then but i guess he's not really taken in by like nobility well he is by shrek you know what you sold me yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go you sold me although they said i think they said they, they wanted to get emperor penguins but they could only get this other breed or something god that Which, dude that is a movie with too much money if you can get that many penguins i know that was a ton that was of penguins. nuts uh and it was it was funny because they had a lot of real penguins so that when they had the animatronic ones you were like oh that's so fake yeah <laughs> yeah but um, I think I felt bad for those real penguins. I was like, just give me the anatrom. Anim- anim- <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it's like right. there's other cornier things in these. Yeah, animatronic your, your movie's not being held up by the fact that you have like real you know, penguins. Real penguins. Right. Like, yeah. Oh my god! Well, you know the Tim Burton's this like, is oh, amazing. Real penguins. Yeah, yeah. Real penguins in a fake set in a penguin <laughs> yeah. covered in plastic. Yeah. yeah. So penguin wants to capture all the firstborn children, and that lasts about thirty seconds before Batman. F- stops him and frees him you yeah know? so then he's like all right well send out all the penguins with missiles on their backs to yeah. shoot at city hall and and like they send out he sends like 400 penguins and they go all different places but then they all meet up at the same place i know it doesn't make any sense okay and then batman hacks the signal again <laughs> and makes him turn around and go away which at some point it's like even though he's batman's making the penguins leave city hall you know they're they don't move very fast fire the missiles yeah right? i know <laughs> Just also, could. Penguin pulled that plan together really quick. It makes me think that maybe he just like had that in his back pocket the whole time. <laughs> right. like, oh yeah, he's been he was just planning, like, man. yeah, he was just like, ah, oh, they got me. Well, this is now. Dude, I was so grossed out by how much it legitimately looked like Danny Vito was just eating fish, like raw fish. I thought he would. I. I he was pretty surprised. disgusting. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. it looked pretty real. Like yeah, he, he yeah, had, I, I like, guess I just assumed that he, that he was, was just biting into like yeah. Right, so then Catwoman and... Oh, so Penguin had taken Max Shrek hostage and he was going to kill him after he killed all the little kids. Catwoman shows up and they... Oh, the the Penguins all launch their missiles on the zoo area where they are. And then it just starts to get crazy. Like, this is where I kind of lost the thread of what was going on and people were acting really strange. Uh, Selina kills Max and herself by kissing him... While electrocuting... While... (sighs) Touching a taser to their mouths and holding on to the high voltage wire. It's like, why do you need to do both? I know. <laughs> it's like, and yeah. what, has she used the taser at all in the movie? I never saw it. No, no, she did. She, well, oh, she did didn't she? use it, but she grabbed it from the one like clown guy or whoever. Uh, the, yeah. like, oh, she definitely gets it from one, from one okay. of the uh, penguins. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and okay. then she like zapped the guy and okay. then I did, she I felt whatever part. power she felt. <laughs> that kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, and Penguin, who got, I guess, blown up or whatever, he gets up. He grabs one of his umbrellas to shoot Batman, but it's the one that just has all the kids' toys in it. Yeah. And then he falls down and, and dies. And then there's these four penguins who kind of push him into the water. And they're clearly like little people in costume. I, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. That was that was the other un, like ridiculously unbelievable thing for me that like is when uh, the penguin has that umbrella that flies him around places. And it, it's like it basically is like I can't even describe it. It's like a little mini helicopter. Right. 
but how, like, I don't understand how it powers itself. It's like, it's no bigger than an actual umbrella, and it's taking this short little fat guy and just flying around <laughs> yeah. him. Okay, the physics in this world is just completely oh, off yeah. the wall. Yeah. yeah. And of course, all the villains have to have themed tools. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the, the penguin falling reminded me, like, I, it was, is there like some unwritten rule that every villain has to fall to his death? That's the only acceptable form of death because like Catwoman falls like three times. Right. Joker yeah. falls to his death. Like, I think everyone, all the villains fall well, to I, their I death if they die. You're dealing with, uh, you're dealing with the fact that there's like the unwritten rule of Batman can't kill people. Right. Yeah. And so it's like, it's almost convenient that it's like, they died. We don't have to deal with them in any future movies. But it wasn't at the hands of Batman. It's mm-hmm. like, does he? Does he kill anyone ever in the comic? Um, yes and no. no. Um, as a general rule, no. But I want to say that there's probably been a few times. I think that uh, there is one per one being he kills, Darkseid. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, he violates his his no gun rule for that, mm-hmm. and and shoots and kills him. But uh, and then I think there was uh, the person who actually shoots his parents is a character named Joe Chill in the comics, and I can't remember if he does actually kill him or not because he does track him down one day. I don't remember that. Interesting. So this is all shit that I probably read like twenty years ago. (laughs) I don't remember. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, yeah. So anything else on this one? No, I mean it's uh, I. I, You know, I, I think I like the the villain dynamic better. I I still I don't I don't dislike. The Jack Nicholson as the Joker. I just thought that it was too many times where it was just just him and he was just over yeah. the top. This had a nice pacing of like two different villains and they both yeah. did a solid performance. And yeah, the two villains helped too. Yeah, I got kind of bored with Jack Nicholson after yeah. a while. It was, it was kind of the same thing over and over, which is why I was like, if, if his character built over time, right. it would make more right. sense. But because it was just kind of like at a hundred, you're just like, okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I thought I, I, I like this one the best. I would say. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean, okay. I thought the villain dynamic was better. I, I after watching this, I think Batman should fall in love with all of his villains because it doesn't distract from the plot and keeps pushing it forward. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, I thought that you kind of saw the most human side of Bruce Wayne. Um, but yeah, okay. well, they they brought that back for uh, for the Dark Knight Rises. When he when he falls, oh no! I never, I never, I hadn't thought about these movies. And mm-hmm. in, in having watched those ones, I hadn't thought about these movies in like twenty years. And so yeah, yeah. now it's weird to see how much he actually does fall for like the villains. Yeah, how they've reused that gag like I don't know how many times. Right. Yeah, I, I'm not counting the the Nolan Batman. I'm not either. I'm just yeah. saying it's yeah. just interesting. That, yeah. yeah. All right. So, what do you uh, what do you give this one, Eric? I'll give it a seven. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, it, it's I, I'm only, again. I'm only giving the Batman a high, Bat Batman eighty nine a higher one point because it is the beginning of. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I went down to a six. Um, I agree with I, I like Penguin and, and uh, Catwoman, but I just felt like too much happened that didn't have a good explanation in this one, and it just kind of went off the rails for me. Yeah. But it was still still enjoyable. I, I I would give it an eight because I thought that it was. I mean, for for me, it was the m- most committed to a Tim Burton esque Batman, and it was. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. It was also. I mean, I I felt a connection to the villains, which I guess the the screenplay was co written by the person who wrote Heather's, which oh, okay. I oh, thought cool. like yeah. as as far as empathizing with a villain, yeah. you get you get the co writer for Heather's. Um, I thought that you know when with Batman you do want to focus on the villains and you do want to focus on 
Bruce Wayne. And so I thought that they did that really well. And I thought that a lot of the mistakes that were made in the first one, as far as like miscastings or like stuff like that, I thought that uh, they kind of fixed the Batmobile is better. <laughs> you know what I hate in this movie is that uh, when he tears off his cowl and it's like rubber. Oh, yeah. That was kind of <laughs> like, yeah. what? Like, what is stopping any bullet or gun from stopping this guy? Yeah, it's seriously. Like, yeah, if he can tear it off with one hand. Yeah, if he can know. just reach around and just rip yeah. it up like rubber. There yeah. was a lot of moments where they were just like speeding things up where it's like he just tosses stuff across the room yeah. and all yeah. that kind of stuff. So, yeah. yeah I liked it. So, yeah, I gave it a six. Oh, that's what you mentioned. Yeah. Um, IMDb gave it a seven. Okay. And uh, Rotten Tomatoes, I guess. Did you look at this? I already saw, yeah. I saw all of them. Uh, I'm going to say 68%. 81. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. So they, uh, they, they, li- they, like they the, liked uh, it better the than the first one. So. Yeah. Agreeing with Brandon. Okay. Here we go on the uh, downslope of the roller coaster. Mm-hmm. Uh, Batman Forever came out in 1995, directed by Joel Schumacher. Schumacher. Did Schumacher. I say that word? Yeah, I, I, it sounds a little weird. Schumacher. Schumacher. Yeah. Schumacher. Yeah. Macker. Macker. What did Schumacher do before this? He did a bunch that I didn't realize he did. And there are a lot of yeah. serious movies. Yeah. yeah. DC Cab, which was a tire fire as well. Um, Lost Boys. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you know, I never saw Lost Boys. Okay. I don't know if it's... Really? Oh, it's, yeah. it's good. I hear it's good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Flatliners. Mm. Uh, which it seems in that same sort of Lost Boys type yeah, yeah. of movie. Uh, and Falling Down. Yeah. What's that one? Oh, Falling Down was Michael Douglas where he plays like this kind of a quiet guy and he just kind of snaps on his way home from work one day and he just like decides to take out all the people that annoy him in the in the town. Oh, that sounds interesting. It's a, it's a pretty good movie. Uh, the budget for this one was $100 million. Good God. Yeah. You could see it. Yeah. Um, what do you think of gross domestic? <sighs> I'm gonna say 400 million. I, I think one of them <laughs> yeah. made 400 million. You know, in a long enough time, it will catch up to those numbers. <laughs> you just keep saying that. Um, I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with because that because Schumacher got to do a second one. I'm gonna say it was something big, probably 270, 184. Okay, so made money, but yeah. How much did the first one make? Do you remember? Uh, 250. 250. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, off of 35 million is the yeah. difference, right? And there. then, yeah. and then this one has inflation accounted for it too, right? Right. I think I'm not sure how they account for these numbers, um, but yeah, and like last time we did Scream, and that had a huge profit margin. I yeah. think I think the first Batman was even more than than Scream. Yeah. So this one is we've got Two Face played by Tommy Lee Jones. Instead of Billy D. Williams, yep, three names though, so that's yeah. okay. Yeah, <laughs> um, and then we've got uh, the Riddler with Jim Carrey, which you can totally see. Like Jim Carrey was big at the time; he does that sort of exaggerated physical shtick. Frank Gorshin did the Riddler like that yeah, in, the, yeah. in the TV series. You, you can see why they cast him. Like if you didn't cast Jim Carrey, people would have been like out of their skulls. But I still think he was like just too much in this I just, movie. I just think that I mean the Riddler is just such a corny character that it's like yeah. that's that's the real problem. Did you hear about that recent story that came out about Adam West and Frank Gorshin? The where they both uh, back in the, when they were doing Batman in the sixties, they uh, they went to an orgy. <laughs> no, they they both ended up at the same orgy. <laughs> 
and uh, like they didn't know the other one was coming. And then they, after a while, they got kicked out because they both refused to stop being in character. Oh no! Uh, <laughs> did they come dressed up? That no, like they did, but they, they just kind of, like they just kind oh, of, they met each other they, and started they, acting like, as characters. Yeah, and they, just, like, they, they both oh. like wound up in the same place, and they were like, and then it just turned into this like dynamic of like they were on set and they just kept like <laughs> running lines to each other, like I'm gonna get you, like Riddler. And he's, it's like <laughs> I don't think and people, new, people right? got so annoyed that they just kicked him out. I don't think I've ever wanted to be in a situation more than seeing them in an orgy like that. That's insane. Being kicked out of yeah. Especially if they were naked while they were yeah. doing it. Exactly. Never aspired to be at an orgy until now. Okay, this opening scene, I have so many problems with. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the... Uh, Even the title cards, uh, too. You're just like, holy yeah. moly. So Two-Face is doing pulling a bank vault heist. Yeah. And he traps... He leaps, lets one of the guards live so that Batman will come and save him. So Batman comes and save him. He goes into the vault. Two-Face locks the vault door behind him. And then they have a helicopter pull the vault out of the building, out of the side of a building, and away. I'm like, so first of all... Who puts a vault on, like, the 20th oh, yeah, floor? It's like... 35th floor or whatever. Yeah. Two... There's no helicopter that can hold a bank vault no. like that. No, no. <laughs> reinforced steel. Heavy. That's like, yeah. yeah. And then not only that. Okay, so they take him away in the in the vault. Sure, they can open the door and shoot him. But no, they fill the vault with acid. Yeah. I'm like, this is just over the top and stupid. I get, I get it. Acid is Two Face's thing or whatever because he got burned by acid yeah, on half his face. Right, right off the bat here, Tommy Lee Jones might be the worst. No, I take that back, Bane. Yeah. But um, well, I, I, you can't really count Bane. Yeah. He doesn't really say anything. No, it, I, I mean, I didn't even yeah consider Tommy Lee Bane. Jones is the worst villain in in these series. As far as as far as like how he's portrayed, how he's portrayed, I would absolutely oh, yeah. agree. Absolutely, oh, and it's it the whole thing yeah. show. I mean, I, I did not like the Riddler, but Tommy Lee Jones had a yeah. much better role, and he didn't do it very well. No, and he's he was, a good actor. He's a great actor, and he was doing all these weird like yells and whelps and making weird noises. Yeah, it's like, and yeah. Like spinning yeah. around. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I know. It's like on? he went to Jim Carrey acting school before it started. <laughs> yeah. So, so first of all, so the, the the bottom of this vault is filling with acid from coming from who knows where. Yeah, and so they're afraid of getting, you know, killed by the acid. Why isn't the acid destroying the bottom of the vault? I mean, it's metal. Yeah. Acid eats through metal. <laughs> also, it's very thick metal. It's very thick metal. <laughs> Having the guy who is like in there comment on everything that was going on, I'm just like, I kind of <laughs> wish that that guy got hit with the acid. <laughs> right. I would have. Right. Don't need yeah. that guy. So then, uh, Batman, you know, uses the guy's hearing aid to. Hack the door from the inside because he can open safe doors from the inside. I also, know, he right? was like, he was really offended yeah. when Batman took his hair. Yeah, right, but I'm right, like, right. dude, he's your best chance at living yeah. right yeah. now. Yeah, I need that. <laughs> so they get out of the vault, and Batman uses his bat uh, grappling hook and hooks that to the vault and like uses acid or something to cut through the wire holding him to the helicopter. Yeah. And he goes with the helicopter, and the vault. And he shoots the grappling hook in back into the building. The vault falls right back into the hole it came out of. Oh, dude, I don't <laughs> that, that helicopter has a better chance lifting that that right. bank vault than the grappling. Yeah, hook. and you see yeah. this little tiny grappling hook on the, like a, a plaster wall holding yeah. the vault. Uh, it's just. This, I mean, that starts off these two movies. We, we, I watched this yeah. movie yesterday, and I don't remember how any of that <laughs> transpired. I was so offended by that scene. I was. Yeah. So then there's oh yeah Chase Chase Meridian played by uh, Nicole Kidman. Mm-hmm. Um, she's I, I always forget that that character's name completely. Yeah, uh, I yeah. never remember. I always remember that name. Well, <laughs> hey, <laughs> Meridian one. Um, so crush on 
Nicole Kidman. Nicole Kidman. Yeah. To this day. I mean, but uh, so, but she's so useless in this movie. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, there's just no chemistry between them. They're just trying to like out clever each other. Yeah. Which is just like. And I she's mean, supposed to be some like uh, criminal psychotic, uh, you know, expert on mm-hmm. the brain or something like that. Uses that for no real use at all in this movie yeah i mean it's just it just the whole thing is like batman gets there at the same time she does as far as like their conclusions and stuff so they don't re- i mean if, if they don't really need yeah her. exactly it's like you don't make batman that smart as far as like you know in terms of psychology and then like i don't know they, they just yeah. yeah they just like kind of took away any power she had in that relationship. yeah yeah um so then we have Edward Nigma, who who works at Wayne Enterprises, and so I love this. So his boss is Ed Begley Jr., right? And of course, you know Ed Begley was always famous for driving solar powered cars and all this yeah, yeah, alternative yeah. fuel stuff. And it's like his opening line, he's saying something about alternative fuels <laughs> as he's yeah. leading Bruce Wayne through the through the lab there. Fire remediation, alternative fuels. Oh, Mr. Wayne, look at that time. Perhaps we should get to R and D as soon as possible, Mr. Oh, Bruce Wayne. No, that's uh, my name. And you are? Nigma. Edward. Edward Nigma. You hired me personally. Just like I tell everyone. We've never actually met, but your name was on the hiring slip. I have it. I'm going to need that handbag, Ed. And, and getting back to, you know, Joker's sort of lack of motivation throughout the movie, Nigma. He was working on this project that he shows to Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne's like, well, yeah, well, let's, you know, let's yeah. talk about it. And he's I like, want an answer right now. I want an answer now. I was like, well, then the answer's no. And yeah. that, like, turns him into the Riddler. Like, yeah. what? Yeah. Well, Come yeah, on. I mean, he already started out pretty crazy. Yeah. That was, I mean, uh, again, yeah. I mean, I'm not, I'm not justifying <laughs> him to just turning into the Riddler because that was just stupid. But there yeah. was, there was I, I, I don't know. There was a lot of stupider things, I felt there like. There are stupider things. Yeah. Here's my problem with Jim Carrey is that. Jim, there's two Jim Carries. There's the Jim Carrey that people want to be Jim Carrey, and there's Jim Carrey. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is the movies where you hire, uh, like where you hire him to play a character, and then he naturally takes it mm-hmm. to be where it goes. That's great. Then there's like, let's create an outlandish character for Jim Carrey to yeah. play. Then he takes it way too far. Yeah. He was working in so many like Ace Ventura references, mask references. In this? Yeah. Like oh. the, the things that he would say, like he would say things like smoke in or like, or um, like Rick Ely, like all those, mm-hmm. like he was just reworking those jokes and then just dialing them up so high that you're just like he seems like an asshole and I don't want to watch this movie anymore yeah, yeah. I mean it seemed like they hired Jim Carrey just to like get get like people who like Jim Carrey movies into this yeah, that's what I'm saying is you could yeah. you couldn't get a serious scene out of him because it was always him just doing his shtick yeah. and doing the most extreme version of it and dancing around yeah. and like but it's like I feel like that was the direction though because I mean for it, for Jim well, Carrey yeah Jim Carrey is actually, I mean, I've seen him be a good actor. Yeah, and, that's and Tommy Lee Jones is a great actor. Uh, yeah, and yeah. then like his his, I mean, especially for Tommy Lee Jones, his dialogue was written to have a dual personality. He had like the like the more subtle line and then the like crazy line, and it was just all crazy. Yeah. And so yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I know what you mean where it's just like I just part part of me thinks that maybe like. Jim Carrey went at 110%, and they were like, give us 150. <laughs> yeah, no, I yeah. wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I always thought that 
the mask and Ace Ventura were good examples of this, right? Yeah. Even though he goes over the top in the mask, it's very well, it's directed. Yep, yep. There's a, there's a point mm-hmm. to it. And then in Ace Ventura, it's like, hey, do whatever you want. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So he, he goes crazy and then he kills, uh, we can complain about every single scene in this movie. He kills his boss by pushing him out the window after sucking up all his IQ. He creates a thing where he can eat people's IQ or whatever. Okay, yeah. fine. And then they watch the security tape, and it shows Ed Begley committing suicide. But I thought he recreated the security tape. Like he, he grabs did. the camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, like, but how? Like how? I guess does his machine. He does. He does the three dimensional. Do I guess it's the three dimensional. Yeah. He can project whatever image. But he can he project wants. it into your mind. It's like, I mean, does he, it, can he project it onto? But he projected onto the screen uh, later on in the movie. Uh, yeah, yeah okay. at that party where they're all like going mm-hmm. into booths and like. I'm not saying no, it yeah. makes sense. I'm just saying sure. within the plot. <laughs> Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Also, like, so, you know, because well, we were talking about Val Kilmer's Batman. Yeah. And then, uh, I don't know, he, he like, for me as Bruce Wayne, he really, I mean, he, he has, he, like, embodies that public perception of just, like, this rich dick. And then they try and show his, like, more human side or whatever, like, hum- his humility when, when Ed Bagley Jr., like, commits suicide. And then they were like, oh, you know, give him full benefits. And they were like we don't cover suicide or like this, like benefits doesn't cover suicide. And he's like full benefits. But it all it makes me think is like, who is this person who's trying to talk you out of giving full benefits? That's your <laughs> money. You could do what you want. Right. Who is this sociopath? They're, they're, they're looking out for his bottom line. <laughs> yeah. you know, no. Is this your finance person? They're like, they're like, like uh, if you pay this guy full benefits, then we don't, we don't get yeah. name brand sodas in the break room. Come on, let's be <laughs> yeah. honest. No Christmas bonuses exactly. for us. <laughs> Charlie of the month club. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, yeah. Well, yeah. it's from uh, vacation. vacation. We just, we just yeah. watched that. So now, the circus and Robin. Oh God! Uh, yeah, th- this this should have been. First off, this scene. If this scene was going to be in the movie, it should have been at the beginning. Right. And there's no reason. Oh, yeah. There's no reason you bring it halfway through the movie, and then there's also some sort of accelerated that- like bonding between them. Like, yeah. Yeah, so um, Chase and, and uh, Bruce go to see the uh, circus, and it's they've got the flying Grayson, Grayson oh, the flying family. Grayson, yeah. Yeah. Um, and they're all dressed in the classic yellow and red and green Robin suit from the comics, which was kind of annoying because he doesn't end up using that. I guess it was it was just fan service to the to that stuff. Yeah, exactly. So two was Two Face and Riddler attack the circus, or just Two Face? I think it's just Two Face. I think it's just Two Face. Yeah. Two Face yeah. attacks the circus. He got a big bomb, and he was going to blow everyone up unless Batman shows himself. Yeah. And it was funny because Val Kilmer stands up and he's like, "I'm Batman." Yeah. And no, he, nobody can hear him. Yeah, he's he's people, even people two feet from him. I know. <laughs> Especially because that lady, when they're having their conversation before this, is totally listening on everything <laughs> they're saying. Oh, that, know, yeah. that extra was terrible. Uh huh. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. So then Bruce goes all ninja and fights all the goons along with the acrobatic Grayson family and Dick Grayson gets the bomb out the roof and rolls it off the side into the into the water but the rest of his family fall to their deaths somehow mm-hmm. yeah so then well yeah it's like I think the rest of the family was trying to get Two-Face or whatever. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter. Don't we don't need know. to think yeah, about it. You don't need to explain <laughs> this. Like, we all know Robin's an orphan. Yeah. Comes to live with Batman. So, yeah, he comes over to, to Batman said he would take him in. Um, but as soon as uh, Commissioner Gordon leaves, uh, Dick is like, I'm out of here. He's like, just 
want to avoid the paperwork. And I thought this was actually a pretty good scene where Bruce and Alfred kind of entice him to stay. It's like, oh. Yeah, that, that was good. Yeah, yeah. you've yeah. got all these motorcycles. You can have one if you yeah. work on it. And oh, you're making a little good food over here. I would say the, the series, he, he only, like, to get to Robin, I mean, uh, Dick Grayson's heart is just through motorcycles. Yeah. Yeah. It's motorcycles and do, hamburgers. Do you know who was uh, supposed to be the original uh, Robin? No. Actor? Who? I can't remember if they if the intention was to bring him in early in Batman Returns or not, or whether it was. But at one point they wanted uh, Marlon Wayans to, oh, play, to play Robin. Really? <laughs> yeah, I, so much so that I that I remember the story being they they gave him money to play the. I think they gave him money to play the character, hmm. and then they just decided to like cut the whole project later on. Oh wow! Like, well, has there ever been a, a African American Robin in the comics? No, I don't okay. think so. I, I mean, I would have. Pre- I mean, my biggest complaint with the Robin, I mean, the, the casting choice is like I would have preferred a younger Robin because yeah, oh, there, come there, on. Was, yeah. there was a lot of stuff I would have let go if that kid was twenty as opposed to like I think he was like in his mid twenties. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. no, he's 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 supposed to be going to college, so he's supposed yeah. to. Here's the first off, you got Chris O'Donnell, who probably at the time is like twenty five. Yeah, it's like, and he's playing supposed to be playing like an eighteen year old, yeah. when really the character's supposed to be like twelve. Yeah, right, right. But even an eighteen-year-old, I could see making the mistakes that Robin made, as opposed to like whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, yeah. but it, but I agree that it would have made so much more sense to make an actual, even if he was like fourteen or something. Yeah, yeah. No, no. I, I yeah, a teenager is is ideal for yeah. for Robin. Though, yeah. Again, I I mean, kind of like the Riddler. Don't need him. Yeah, yeah. But, they're, but they're, 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 what, the, what they were trying to do in that sense is, and this is my guess on it, because this this actually was a problem sometime in the '60s and '70s with Batman, where there was a there was a, a comic coalition of, of uh, like people that wanted to censor comics, and the thing they didn't like was the the like homoerotic mm-hmm. relationship between Batman and Robin of them. Like, there's there's comics of them like sleeping in the same bed and like mm-hmm. and just you know it, like their dynamic and stuff they i could see where they were like well it's a little bit weird to have this guy take in like a 12 year old kid and have him start fighting crime with him it's like let's up his age a little bit to like you know yeah. college age right i would have actually for for this movie i would have preferred i mean though i i will agree with you like it was a it was a nice scene i would have preferred that Alfred kind of led that charge and Bruce Wayne be a little standoffish okay. only because Bruce Wayne throughout the rest of them, this movie and the next one is he sees himself in Robin and he has regrets about being Batman. And so he yeah. wouldn't want him to kind of follow in his footsteps. Hmm. And also I feel like sometimes there's that like whole thing about like, you know, when, when, when you succeed, through adversity you're like well i figured it out you can figure it out too like get out of here that kind of thing <laughs> um i would have kind of preferred something like that to have yeah. more of that dynamic i mean just just i don't know it'd be a more interesting relationship and did bruce really think he could have him live in there and not figure it out <laughs> i don't know you know yeah i mean i, I gotta disappear for a while kid <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> entertain yourself like yeah oh but, there's the back signal. yeah later that night batman was seen in the news yeah. Like, yeah. Also, like, don't go in that room. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's where the child, that's where the silverware is. Yeah. <laughs> I can see that. You don't want to keep him out. And there. that whole thing where he, where he find goes in the room and like Alfred goes through the door and out and and it takes him like, like two minutes, like two and, and a half down. minutes to get yeah. to this door closed. Well, also, it's like in in the I think Batman Returns, like he goes into the Iron Maiden or whatever. Right. And yeah. so it's like 
you just go into a regular room and then there's like some secret trap yeah. not like what's in this room and when he can there was at least behind <laughs> you're about to pull a book or something yeah exactly yeah. yeah when when he does the iron maiden thing he goes in the thing closes in and then the spikes disappear yeah it's like no. why don't you retract the spikes first well, maybe it's to ward people yeah. off yeah right um oh yeah also i just want to say the way robin dries his clothes really annoying oh, oh i know so bad. there's a dryer right there dude right. I know. I know. Yeah. so and then it's like why do you at no point have i ever had to pull out a mop when drying my clothes by putting them in the dryer or hanging them on well, that, like, like a dryer them yeah yeah and and just whipping them around shoes. like nunchucks it's like keep not in the circus anymore you moron yeah. <laughs> Even then, it's like, yeah, it's like you're, you were in the circus. You weren't in some sort of like, yeah. like a, you know, martial arts. Yeah. Well, that was the thing. Yeah, I, I, that pissed me off is that just because he's an acrobat, now he's some sort of martial arts expert. Yeah. You know? yeah. Oh, so he, he finds the Batcave. He finds the Batmobile. He takes the Batmobile out, tries to do some heroics, gets the shit kicked out of him yeah. until yeah. Batman saves him. And then, they, and then he takes him away. It's like, oh, the people who saw him. Oh, this kid got access to the Batmobile. He's staying with Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Huh. Huh. I two two. <laughs> also, they were they were like intimidated by the Batmobile and they were like, that's not Batman, whatever. And then it's yeah. like there's a Batmobile right there that he just ditches. Like right. that's that's a lot of money that <laughs> it, you could it, just it walk drove away with. Back home <laughs> True. Well, and I'm just I'm I'm just talking about if you're a criminal and you see the Batmobile just ditched right yeah, there. Yeah. Go for take it. Take it. That's that's actually uh, the second or third Robin. That's what impresses in the comics. That's what impresses him is he actually steals the Batmobile's uh, tires, oh. and, and he's he's an orphan, and and he ends up getting him to come live with them because the kid's like a technical genius. Can't remember which one that was. It was either Jason Todd or Tim Drake. I think it was, J- it was Jason Todd, the second one. Mm-hmm. So the one that they killed in the eighties. Oh right, with that vote. Yeah, yeah. Like what? The the comic line, like the comic line. When they when they switched to the second Robin, which is a, a guy named Jason Todd, there was a lot of fans that were like unhappy with it and unhappy with him, and so the comics had a vote where they were like, "Call in, and if the, whoever wins, well, you're either going to kill Robin or not." Whoa. And I can't remember what happened, but I think it had something to do with the fact that like, the, why did the, they dislike him? They just didn't like that he was repla- like he replaced the original Robin and all that uh-huh. stuff. And I think I think that like the story wasn't what people wanted to be. I can't remember the whole context of it, but that enough people voted and they ended up killing the character. Wow. And, but then they brought him back later. So because comics, because they resurrected him. <laughs> so who's, so which, which, which Robin becomes Nightwing? Is it the first, first one? one? Dick Grayson. Yeah. Okay. And then there's the one in year one, the girl, right? Yeah. There's, there's been a few girls. There's been like Stephanie Brown and there's been, um, there's, there's, unofficially there's one called K- Carrie Kelly who was in the dark or the, was it the dark Knight? Um, returns. Okay, that's like the uh, oh, Frank Miller. That's one. the one I'm thinking of. Yeah, yeah. that's that's Carrie yeah. Kelly. That's but she's she's not. It's one of those things where it's like a technicality because it, it exists in what's called like Elseworld or something, which is like a different right. Like it's not actually the main. It's like some possible future of exactly. Yeah, yeah. right. Um, Love me some Batman. Yeah, yeah. I read all my Batman comics. <laughs> there's, a, there's a great uh, comic run <clears throat> called Battle for the Cowl, and it's uh, the Bruce Wayne dies, and then it's all the Robins fight each other over who gets to be Batman. So it's like the plot of the one, except with the Robins. Pretty much, yeah, kind of. I'd like to see that. <laughs> nice. 
Yeah. It'd make, make for a good movie. It's like, yeah, 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 it sounds interesting. Because they, they are making a... Uh, also, it's like, because Robin is just like a historically kind of annoying character. So yeah, like, yeah. seeing Robins kill each other is pretty But that's funny. the interesting thing about like the, the Robin character is that it's... I mean, I would go as to say that Robin is probably the, the third most recognizable comic character in history. He's been around since like 1939 or 1940 or something. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, he really only came about maybe like two or three years after Batman became mm-hmm. like a comic. And so like, you know, when you look at it, it's like Superman's the most famous comic book character, then Batman and then maybe Robin, because it's even when you look at like Batman 66, it's been a staples for like the last, right. Like, you know, 50, 60 years. Yeah. So what do you think of the Robin character in the comics? Like, do you, do you enjoy it? Because I always thought that was, like, the worst thing about Batman was Robin. Yeah, I mean, they, they've gotten much better about it, yeah. to be honest, in, from the 2000s and beyond. They, they, the most current – actually, I think he's dead now. But the most current iteration of Robin is is uh, Bruce Wayne's illegitimate son that he has with Talia al Ghul. And his mm. name's Damian uh, Wayne. And they, they, they have, there's a good relationship between him and, and Dick Grayson where it's like kind of brotherly and they fight each other and stuff. And then when, when ultimately when, uh, uh, what's his name? Dick Grayson becomes Batman for a run. He takes on Damian Wayne as his Robin. Oh, okay. And it's, yeah. And it's, it's kind of nice. That it was actually like a lighter tone, like a lighter take on Batman where it's more jokey and stuff like that. Yeah. Cause it is sort of more Robin esque. So I guess I have a question as far as Robin, cause I don't think that Robin was well like used in this movie. Yeah, yeah. How would you have liked to seen, have seen Robin? Used? Oh, I, I, like I said, I think you, you established that relationship early in the movie with mm-hmm. a, a very similar scene, but put, put it as a younger like not even that something that much younger, maybe even like fifteen or sixteen or something, mm-hmm. and then let it build throughout the movie and really only include him in the last like twenty thirty minutes of the that movie. Makes sense. Yeah. As like I, I need as as in Batman being like I need help to take this last person down and I can't do it myself. Like and I'm I'm reluctantly involving you mm-hmm. in this because he's he's adamant, so adamant that like not to get somebody else involved in his own war. Um, and that was that was a main point of the the comics. After the second Robin dies, Jason Todd he goes into a depression because he uh, he basically was having a child soldier that died because of his own war and because he yeah. basically manipulated this kid into fighting for him. Mm-hmm. And so you could you could I mean you look at every single one of these movies, whether it's Batman eighty nine all the way up to like the current and stuff, and the Nolans especially, they're all based on the comics. They're mm-hmm. all they're all like five different comic runs combined into one movie with aspects taken and you could do something like that to where it's you know he's reluctant to have this kid help him because he doesn't want him to die mm-hmm. um, right you know may- maybe you put it something in the beginning of the movie where Batman's got a, a, a near death experience and he realizes the severity yeah. of like well, like the consequences of what his life is and yeah I mean with this movie they tried to allude to his like regret of being Batman but I didn't think that they quite got no, it across they, 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 they tried to, to more also in Batman and Robin yeah. with uh, with yeah. Clooney but, oh yeah 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 but but yeah it didn't it didn't work and I just felt like. The Meridian character, like like you know, we we're saying it's just like pointless because it's like everything she figures out, Batman figured out too, and it's like yeah. everything that he opens up to, it would have been better if he opened up to Robin about it. Like so, it's just mm. um, anyway, yeah, right. yeah. So they uh, 
finish out this movie here. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> well, long tangent on. Uh, well, I mean, I mean, when you introduce the Robin, it's a big decision. So it's, it's mm-hmm. it it's is, kind of and, like, I, and I, they didn't nail it at all. They no, did, they did a terrible job on yeah. it. Yeah. So Nigma starts his own company, Nigma Tech, to do. Oh, so his plot is <laughs> trying to sell these. Uh, devices to set top boxes that mm-hmm. supposedly will give people 3d entertainment experiences, yeah. but basically he's sucking all their IQ out of them or and taking like all their that. information. I, th- I mean, yeah. I thought, I thought the plot was very good as far as yeah. like an evil uh, scheme because it's like the internet had just come out and like, mm. it's a great way. But I, to but kind I understand of to why he wanted that because it's like, what, is, what does he benefit from that? I mean, I think he just wanted all of the information, but the, but it's but I, more than anything, he just wanted his device to get created, and it did. Yeah. So it's like, what does he care? No, but he, he. It's like his whole thing is like inter- information is power, and yeah, so like yeah. I would be a god, and so like I mean, I thought that it was an interesting. Yeah, an interesting if thing. It, but it, it wasn't explained all that well because like, yeah. like, if he wanted money, he was saying I want every house in Gotham to have one of these. Well, okay. How about the nation? How about the world, right? Yeah. If you want money. But if you want information, that makes more sense. There, there was just too much going on with this. Yeah. They, they should have just focused yeah. on... I, this... Okay. Yeah. They should have just focused on Two-Faced and Robin trying to get back at Two-Faced. It's, and maybe oh, yeah. maybe you put a little bit of uh, Joker in there yeah. as a side thing. But but it felt like Joker was more the main really? point of this. And it you, and it just didn't really? go anywhere. Yeah. You know, I... I, I, I would have liked to have seen kind of like, because, I mean, it alludes to the internet, which has like its its problems now. I mean, I would have liked to have seen like a, a, a Steve Jobs, Steve Wozniak type of relationship where it's like the Joker just comes up with the idea. Riddler. And then two, yeah, sorry. <laughs> Riddler comes up with the idea. Riddler's really just a bad joke. Oh, no. Riddler <laughs> comes is. up with the idea and then uh, Two-Face kind of takes it and he like sells it to everyone, but then really yeah, there's this bad. like yeah, evil side that, yeah. to mm-hmm. it. So Yeah, so eventually they... They kidnap Chase and uh, go to the secret island lair, which has neon lights all over it. <laughs> it's terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, how do they have the time to build these things? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, right, because he just got fired from his job at Wayne Enterprises like a week ago or something. But he made it. But yeah, you're right. It's like, how do they have time to build it? Like, yeah. even if even if you like make a, a lot of money in a week, you're like, yeah. but you'd also I mean, be like, you'd have to have some really I'm building good a, an evil yeah. layer for this guy. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah. Batman and Robin come at him from the air and the sea, and they both get shot. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, yeah. Also, it was like Two-Face's lair, right? Sorry. Just was going it? back. Cause well, because it, it looked like, more like the Riddler goes Riddler. into the lair first. Oh, yeah. And then he sees maybe it's converted or something. All I know is just like is, you, that, is it the same place that the I don't Riddler know. It goes could be into? Different. Yeah, uh, you're right. All I know is at some point you get Jim Carrey. It's like the, the, okay, Jim Carrey. And the, this is what, this is what I was trying to say earlier. Like when the previous movies we were talking about it, Jim Carrey starts out as like this like weird meek guy with long stringy red hair, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden he becomes the Riddler. Mm-hmm. Then he goes to becoming some sort of like Playboy version of himself that looks exactly like Jim Carrey with brown like. You know, but then he's like trying to become hair. Batman. Right? Yeah, he's I know. Having, but, or sorry, Bruce Wayne. He's, like, he's trying to become. He's all over the place. Yeah, no. Then his hair goes to being short. It's mm-hmm. like I don't know. Yeah. It, they change the character too many times. Yeah, yeah. So they uh, they shoot Batman and Robin out of the air in the water, but they they end up you know swimming to the thing anyway. 
Yeah, that's that, okay. So I just looked this up because yeah, the, Chase Meridian is just a made-up character for this movie. Really, yeah. they yeah. couldn't come up with a better name. No, and that's oh, and that yeah. that makes me think to why you were like, you know, she serves no point. She like, you know, her and Batman come to the same conclusions at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Because I kept being like, I don't think this is anybody from the comics because like Vicky yeah. Vale, all that's from the comics and yeah, everything. Yeah. Um, and like Selena Kyle and all, but. Not, I, I was like, I've never heard Chase Meridian outside of this movie. And it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, sure enough, it's like, it was made specifically for this movie. Yeah. She's essentially a Bond girl. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, so they capture her, they capture Robin, and they do the make Batman make a choice thing. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. from Dark Knight, right? But they screw it all up because he's able to, able to, anyway. He's they able have, to save both of them. He's able to yeah. save both of them. They have Robin in a That's tube. That's the thing is, there's no grittiness to this movie. No. Like, yeah. yeah. They have Chase in a tube. They have Robin in a tube. They're going to drop him down into the, rocks below or whatever and when it when they were showing this it looked like they were each over a separate hole mm-hmm. but when they dropped them both they were both falling down the same hole and so batman was able to dive down and save both of them which yeah, just makes yeah. the whole thing pointless yeah 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 also uh i mean with two-face he did they just make him a total like wacko and then it's like he has like he he's the one who's like the hothead who just like wants to shoot people, but he had every chance to shoot people a few times and then didn't do it even when the plans fell through. And you're like, because he's got to react to the coin, man. The oh coin, right, the coin yeah, I forgot to tell about him that. Whether the or coin. not to kill anybody, it's the coin. Yeah, yeah. And that was another Deus Ex Machina. Yeah, you know? I know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like. Uh, I don't have to kill you right now. I'm out of here. Like runs away. Yeah, and it just so happens that Batman has a pocket full of coins he can throw up in the well, air. Because well, because do, do, do that. No, because Chase says. Remember, they're talking oh. about the profile of, the, of yeah. Two Face, and they're like, "She's like his weakness is his coin." He's like, "I know this. I know oh. that." <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> no, like, I, it, they really could have just ended every line with "I know." Yeah. <laughs> I know this. Are you are you an idiot? Yeah. <laughs> you're, oh, just, by, you're just realizing this now. Like, by the way, there there was one line. It was like. When he's looking at the doll about bad dreams and he's revealing bad dreams and it's like it's a Malaysian dream warden. Some cultures think that it war I mean it like protects you from bad dreams and you're like, maybe like Malaysia? Is that <laughs> yeah. the culture? Yeah. Some cultures. <laughs> yeah. A famous man once said. Yeah. Don't you mean Mark Twain? <laughs> yeah, so that's it. I guess Two Face dies, right? Uh, yes. And yeah. then the Riddler ends up at Arkham. And he's crazy yeah. and he thinks he's yeah. Batman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Edward. Uh, is it? It's Dr. Meridian Chase. Do you remember me? How can I forget? Dr. Burton tells me you know who Batman is. I can't tell you if you don't say please. Edward, please. Who is Batman? I'm Batman. <laughs> but after like what? So what? Did he have like too much information? No, no, because the, the machine broke. Mm. Did it give him too much information or oh, not? Yeah. Oh yeah, the whole overload with the but machine. But it like weirdly yeah. warped his head and his yeah. face, and then in the, the subsequent scene out in like in Arkham, he's which, not like that. He which looks was fucked up. Yeah, yeah. In Arkham, which yeah. is really weird too, because it's like I mean, he wasn't connected to the machine. Like 
He wasn't connected to the machine at all. Does the machine it, have to constantly? I don't be know. It was, it was like live? that. It was like that cold laser, and the yeah. <laughs> it's like this, like like weird beam coming yeah. down. And it just gets into his head. And there was that scene where he and and uh, Two Face are fighting over the little wand that gives him IQ powers or whatever. Oh, I know. That was so ridiculous. They were like, they were. It was almost like a Three Stooges act where they were right. like fighting each other and like poking one another yeah. and like trying to steal the plunger thing on their head. So. That's that movie. Um, oh, also nipples. Oh, yeah, the yeah. Nipples. and the butts. They the were butts. really but, into the butts. Yeah, but I, th- I think only Robin has bat nipples in the nope. first in the third one. I think they both. Do. No, they both do. They, they both definitely. Do. They started. I know they, out. I know they did in the fourth one. They both but, have it. No, they started out with bat nipples. Yeah, I saw a thing with Schumacher talking about that, and he was like, you know, he's like, I, I wanted to. He's like, I looked at it like like ancient sculptures of like these gods and like and you know they were. Like they had these huge chests with like massive nipples and like I don't know he's a weird dude. Yeah, I mean that's that's one thing, but then like really focusing. I mean I felt oh, like yeah, yeah like tight shots know. of the butt whenever they got dressed yeah. or anything. I mean I don't know. It's, it, it, was it just like a running gag? It, it seemed to be right. It's like he's. He's, it's a running gag that he's not in on or something. Yeah, I don't know what's going on there. Who he isn't who? Schumacher. Oh no, he's in on it. Yeah. <laughs> he, he loves the tight butt shot. Yeah, that much. Oh, and I, I feel bad though because he 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 legitimately feels sorry for making these movies. <laughs> Does he? Yeah, he's yeah. like, I'm so sorry. I mean, he because he the especially the fourth one because yeah. he he said that like the studio loved it so much they kept telling him like just go crazier and crazier. It's like and yeah, I feel like the four. I mean, well, well I guess we we finished, but like the fourth one really felt like it was just there to sell toys. And then I looked it up. Yeah. The animated series came out in 1997, the same yeah, year this yeah, movie yeah. came. Out. Anyway, that I mean, it seemed like this. Well, the I guess overall, this one, the third one, had a lot of redeeming qualities to it that just went way south. Like the whole like evil plot, I thought was a good evil plot, and then yep. it, it because like the first one, it's all like talking about like mass consumerism and like you know it's 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 telling you know kind of advising you to avoid these types of things that are like immoral, and then the second one is like following these people who are um, you know like the you know the these uh, politicians who like have oh, yeah. this story, you know, so it's like, and then the whole like thing about like, you know, giving all of your information to this thing, which mm-hmm. is like something that we're dealing with now about the internet. So it's like a lot of these issues in one, two and three we're dealing with now. And so like, I think that's a great plot, but it just went, I mean, the, the yeah. direction was just, horrible. well, yeah, like I said, they basically they told Schumacher, they like, just go crazy on the fourth yeah. one. And then, then the plan. They actually, I think they, if I remember correctly, they greenlit two movies after. Oh yeah. And, they, and then Batman and Robin didn't do well, so they canceled the other one. And I think it was supposed to be. It was Jeff Goldblum as something. I want to say maybe either the Riddler or like no, not the Riddler because it would have been. It was uh, Jeff Goldblum was supposed to play somebody. I can't remember what it was. Uh, a, a known character. A known yeah. character. Yeah. I would. I wonder without. I mean, because he doesn't really over I mean Jeff Goldblum doesn't like overact in the same way he underacts in a lot yeah exactly he's so subtle about it I mean I guess I was surprised to see Tommy Lee Jones overacting because he's always so subtle so that was really weird to see that yeah and then they play Seal's Kiss from a Rose during oh, the credits. Yeah. Come on, what is that? Kiss by a Rose. Well, I mean, he did the music video Schumacher for Batman. I mean, yeah, yeah, for, yeah. for Kiss from a Rose and, and it ties into Batman. It's all like cross promotion. Yeah, but there's no 
relation like that song has no relation to oh it was the scarecrow and yeah. and it was supposed to be called batman triumphant hmm. and it was hmm. the sequel to batman and robin and he wanted uh goldblum to play uh the scarecrow i never saw the like batman begins movie i've only seen dark knight what i know <laughs> revealing this now <laughs> you, um, you can go ahead and leave sir <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I, I what's so? What's the scarecrow's deal? I uh, mean, like in general, it's uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I don't remember the scarecrow in anything I've seen. But I he guess does. I, he does kind of like poison ivy, right? He does a little mind control. Yeah, it's, gas. it's, it's like a, it's like a gas that yeah. like, you know basically brings out your worst fears. Mm. Yeah, the scarecrow actually, in general, in, in comics, is even has, is a very underused character. Yeah, I mean they. they uh, who who plays it? It's uh, Cillian Murphy and oh, is it? Yeah, and, okay. and Batman Begins. Yeah, and they, they did a good job with it. I mean, it's it, it, the whole point of the Scarecrow is supposed to be, in a sense, he's a MacGuffin because it's he's not the main villain. You think he's the main villain, and then it turns out it's it's uh, Ra's al Ghul. Ra's al Ghul. Oh, yeah. that's pretty smart. Which which you meet him in the beginning of the movie and you don't know that he's the villain. He's he's the, essentially a mentor to Batman, who teaches him how to become a, which is is not anything a ninja. In, yeah, essentially, it's, it's not anything in the <laughs> comics like that. But. Oh really? Okay, so what uh, what are we rating this one as? I give it a six. Really? Uh, no five. Okay. You're right, five. I, Sorry, you, you pressured me. <laughs> I, yeah. I panicked and threw out a, a generic number. No five, five. Yeah, I'd, I'd say five too. Yeah, that's where I am too. Um, You're I'm, like really? It's yeah. It, I mean, like you said, there's some redeeming. Yeah, I, th- ideas? I, I think if if it just I mean, there was a few things where it's like you take out the Meridian character, you like take out most of the Joker character and focus on Two Face and don't make him just a like a total lunatic the whole time. Right. There was like times where it was like lunatics in a van like stealing diamonds, and you're like, that doesn't really seem like it's in within either <laughs> yeah. of their characters. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, yeah, I, I thought there was like l- changes that I mean, I guess were big, but didn't feel that big that they right. could have done to fix it. Yeah, IMDb is right there with a 5.4 and Rotten Tomatoes. For Rotten Tomatoes, the 38%. Wow, 39. Ooh. Ooh. Very close. I think you were you're right on once last week, last yeah, time. Well, yeah, yeah. Okay. Batman and Robin, 1997. Oh my god. We we were talking about this before, but it was just like in in the 80 something hours we've been watching these movies, I and I we watched some terrible ones. I couldn't get through more than 15 minutes at a time with this without having to take like a two, three hour break to go find something better to do with my life <laughs> and then come back just to have the strength mm-hmm. for like 20 more minutes to watch it and then to go do something else. Mm-hmm. It's terrible. Yeah. I was definitely lamenting the decision I made to watch yeah, these movies. It's yeah. like, I'd have to take off my headphones and go, Oh God. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. It's just, that there's, there's nothing good about this movie. There really isn't. No. I can't think of a single thing that, that is redeemed. It's, and you feel bad because George Clooney is a good actor. Mm-hmm. He's just he he's he's above this. Yeah. He's above this, and he shouldn't have to be in a schlocky movie like I, this. I felt like as far as the awful movie that the actors were in, they did a, not a bad job of like trying to redeem them. I mean, it's like we're uh, not going to be uh, horrible for outside of Alicia Silverstone. I I think uh, David Why people also. cast her so much? In yeah, the I mean, 90s. this is 1997. She yeah, just yeah. came off a of Clueless. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. I find her to be she's like awful. I find her to be like at least like I, I don't know. I, she's, I don't, she's just one of those people that's like she's cute and fun, and yeah, you're, exactly. you're like you're like okay, you're you're cool to be to like hang around just to kind of like. 
to like lighten my mood. Yeah. But, but then you're she like, she seems like yeah. a nice person. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But but then you're like, I don't really want you in anything that's like I want to take serious. Especially no. with like, I mean, we just went through the whole like pitfalls of like the Robin character, and it's like, hey, I'm the exact same yeah. thing. Yeah. She she really is. She really is the female Keanu Reeves, mm-hmm. where it's like she only works in certain movies. Yeah. And it, and and when she does, it works like Clueless. And it I works. I can't help but like either of them. I mean, yeah. both of them. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I love oh, yeah, Keanu yeah. Reeves. Oh, joking about I love Keanu Reeves. Yeah. But it's oh, yeah. but but yeah. but, just, it, I, but in certain movies you're right. like I can't oh, yeah, I can't. No, yeah. no, no, of course not. Yeah. Speed <laughs> I, didn't work for me with no, 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 no. I and I couldn't get into Clueless. So even at her best, I cannot. <laughs> oh, really? Not that she was great. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah, but not in this movie, but this movie was. I mean, also, I will say, like According to the Batman universe in these movies, if we just had like a countrywide purge where we just kill all the parents, like everyone would be superheroes. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, right. That's true. I know she's inexplicably like, "Oh, my parents died, and now <laughs> like, I'm." <laughs> dude, you too. I'm motivated to. And how is she? Yes. <laughs> Alfred's niece. Alfred's a hundred years old. <laughs> Seriously, we, Dave and I were going over this last night. We're, yeah. we're Dave, Dave was watching this, and I already watched it. Like, like maybe six hours before him, and and he was like, "Oh, don't worry. I think I think that she's Alfred's like grandniece." I was like, "No, <laughs> go, go back and rewatch this." He says, "It's my like, oh, this is Barbara, my sister's daughter." I know. Yeah, and it's. And- and they pulled the picture of Peg. It's definitely from the fifties. Oh, that's, that's exactly what I told him. I was like, I was like, that photo looks like it's from the nineteen fifties. I was like, here we are in nineteen ninety seven. She's probably about nineteen in this. Uh-huh. I was like, so that puts her sometime born sometime in the late seventies. I was like, and now this doesn't make any sense that like this photo, fo- this photo of this woman who's supposed to be her mother, who looks like she's like twenty just, yeah. from like nineteen fifties. Yeah, <laughs> like, just a miracle, baby. Yeah, right. Yeah, she had her when she was like fifty five. Yeah. <laughs> and what was wrong? Wrong with her being the daughter of the police chief, right, Commissioner Gordon? Yeah, yeah, that was they could have worked that. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. they just wanted they wanted some they wanted to shoehorn in this thing where it's like, uh, dude, the whole like Alfred getting sick was just that's so exactly lame. what I'm saying. It's like, yeah, Alfred has the same disease, miraculously the same disease as as uh, Victor or oh, what's Victor that? yeah, Freeze's Victor Freeze's wife. wife. Yeah, right. yeah. Mm-hmm. it's just it's too much of a terrible coincidence. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like with the with and, and luckily returns. He, luckily, he's at a stage that it can be cured. <laughs> he <laughs> already seriously. Victor already has the, the for stage one and possibly stage two. <laughs> he has the cure, but not for stage three. Also, Alfred's seventy, so it's like if you're gonna like. He's sick and he's like you're dying. Go you're so like, go, just, he's, he's just take life. him out like like a like a Rocky thing with yeah, uh, yeah. with Mick. Just like let him go, and now you have to figure out how to live life without him. Well, you got you got to find uh, Wilfred, his brother, yeah. <laughs> played by Michael Caine. Yeah, <laughs> that would be funny if like Alfred is a title, much like Robin. Oh, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just replaced by. Uh, I need another forty-year-old <laughs> British dude. So, so it's like he had the CD that like gave his brother all the information. But why did he want to give his brother all? Because he wanted him to come replace him. Uh, he was like, he was like, somebody has to be the Alfred to his Batman and take care of him and. And like provide support for Batman, so uh, like the only person I trust is my brother, to who's also a servant to like the Maharaji or something. It's like, oh oh yeah. my god! Like, I I was watching this movie closely, and I did not get that plot. Oh yeah, yeah. I wasn't watching it that closely. <laughs> <laughs> it's Batman. I take everything seriously. I watched so I watched with a fine tooth comb. Yeah. Um. So, budget was 125 million. Yeah. And what do you think it grossed? 90. Yeah, uh, eighty-eight, pretty close. One hundred and seven. Okay, so lost 
Lost my two thirty eight worldwide. Yeah. Did so I, I know in the third I mean the third one, it was still a Tim Burton production is what it's I saw I saw it being this one didn't just, have I, that. I don't think no, it had I, that I think either. I think they were like Schumacher did a good job with the third one, we'll just have him control everything. Yeah. Also like that I mean, right from the get go, it's a total hack job with the opening credits, it's the same thing, and then it's like, here's yeah. the villain, it's the same kind of like plot. It just felt like Yeah. I mean, it, it really like, felt yeah. like they loved three. Let's make four three. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know. Four is the new three. I was looking at the writers of this, and so it's like the first writer also did like Beetlejuice along with this guy named Sam Ram. The second second one had Sam Ram with the writer of Heathers. And then this third one had like two kind of nobodies with this third writer who had a very good track record who wrote the fourth one kind of by himself, it seemed hmm. like. Hmm. Yeah, and I heard that the, the writer of this fourth one was like, yeah, it's not like I wrote something good and they screwed it up. It's a terrible, it's a terrible it's script. A, it, looked, it looked like a paycheck to <laughs> yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, and you were t- saying earlier how um, this looks like a toy commercial. Yeah. That was another thing I was reading is the toy company had a lot of influence over the making of the movie. Oh, I'm sure with the costumes of like yeah. Mr. Freeze is basically just a giant toy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Poison Ivy's line of like, I'm a lover, not a fighter. That's why every like Poison Ivy action figure comes equipped with one of these pointing to Bane. Bane yeah. Just like, Jesus Christ. Christ. I did. I did that. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, Bane. Right. Oh, I know. Yeah. yeah. I had I, since I never saw this movie, I didn't realize that Bane was in the on in a movie before in, you know before, Dark Knight yeah. Rises. Yeah. Um, and I totally forgot about that character. It's all he's like. the Hulk or something. Yeah, I liked that whenever he was putting the. I think it's like he would just repeat everything that someone said, and then when he was putting the bombs down, he would just go bomb, bomb, (laughs) bomb, bomb. It's like, dude, I know you're putting down bombs at this point. Like, you don't have to say the rest of the things. Yeah. Um, But also, uh, what's it called? So, Poison Ivy, her whole deal is she's trying to uh, protect the plants. Yes. And so, her concept is like take out all the toxic chemicals, and then Bruce Wayne rejects the idea. I have here a proposal showing how Wayne Enterprises can immediately cease all actions that toxify our environment. Forget the stars. Look here at the Earth, our mother, our womb. She deserves your loyalty and protection. And yet, you spoil her lands. Poison her oceans, blacken her skies. You're killing her. Well, your intentions are noble, but no diesel fuel for heat, no coolants to preserve food. Millions of people would die of cold and hunger alone. Acceptable losses in the battle to save the planet. People come first, Dr. Eisen. Mammals. A day of reckoning is coming. That's right. The same plants and flowers that saw you crawl from the primordial soup will reclaim this planet, and there will be no one to protect you. And says, like, you know, this will create an ice age and, like, you know, humans first. But if you create an ice age, you're killing plants quicker than people. And it's just like, wouldn't it make sense to have a greenhouse effect? Because right. that's what would help plants thrive yeah, and people yeah, yeah. die. So, and and that's a folly that we're facing now. So, it's you like, are thinking way too hard. <laughs> You're putting way too much blood into this. All I'm saying is like, it's like I guess they're just trying to trying to tie Mister Freeze in, but yeah, uh, yeah, it's just like yeah, it's twisted logic to be like to, to they're just saying like, whatever makes it sense for his character yeah. to do what he needs to do. But it's like I, I guess the thing is, it's like you you can't be smarter than the audience. I'm not a well educated person, but at the same time, like I know how 
what what's good for plants and i'm not a gardener <laughs> like greenhouses help plants like is, make the world warmer is is brando good for plants that's <laughs> yeah. what they crave <laughs> brando has what plants crave <laughs> electrolytes yeah. yeah so speaking of dr freeze we we kind of touched on it earlier schwarzenegger got paid 25 million for this oh, which was a million dollars a day Really? Oh my God! For, for for him, he only worked twenty twenty five days. Yeah. yeah, he's like he's not in the movie that much. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and he only he had a clause in his contract that he couldn't be on set for more than twelve hours, and it took him four to five hours to get into and out of the costume. Oh, that was wondering about that. Yeah, so he's he's only acting for four or five for like two hours a day. Yeah. <laughs> Did he just really not want to do this movie, or was he just so big at the time that yeah. like? Yeah, he's just like, give me, give me everything. I'm sure. They, yeah. they, they, I think they thought that was going to be the draw. Was like, same with with Jim Carrey and the Riddler. It's like, just get the hottest actor and, yeah. and put him in there. And uh, like, <laughs> there were so many times in, that, in the movie where I'd be like, what is he saying? <laughs> like, I I it, it's, I, I guess it's amazing because it's like you're if, if you're going to pay a million dollars a day to this actor for 25 days of work, like, wouldn't you punch up the script a little bit so he's not just making freeze puns all the time? Yeah. That's what they wanted. Like, because what's it go? I mean, like his his storyline is not bad. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's that's from the comics. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. And they did it in the in the Gotham TV show as well. Same mm-hmm. storyline. Yeah, his wife much better. Also, that raises my uh, raises a question. It's like so he's like he has one more diamond to go before he can save his wife. If he got that diamond, would he stop being evil? <laughs> Because right? it seemed like he was like. I don't, even, done think, at I don't the end. even think the diamonds necessarily were needed to save his wife. I think it was just more he needed to convert the planet so that he could survive long enough to find a cure for his wife. Ah, uh, I see. He also just wanted to stop. I don't know, man. It's yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I would have preferred Poison Ivy and Mister Freeze working against each other. But whatever. Yeah. I, again, whenever like I think like you're movie, saying, Eric, I, th- I thought too much about this. Yeah, movie. whenever I think of this movie, the first thing that pops in my head is is Alicia Silverstone when she says, "Sue me up, Uncle Alfred." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that line is stuck in my head, and it is forever. <laughs> like the the terribleness of this movie is is epitomized by that. Yeah. Also, the whole thing about like so Batman says like you know when 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 Poison Ivy reveals her like plan to like take out all the toxic chemicals to like create an ice age um he's like humans come first very next like very next scene he comes with a plan comes up with a plan to like lure freeze into like this auction knowing full well that mr freeze has killed many people Uh, (laughs) and you're like you're letting a lot of these rich people die yeah he's like i'm gonna bait uh, him by getting like he calls yeah he calls up alfred he's like get the wayne diamonds ready yeah right right (laughs) Like, I mean, because it's like they only have 11 minutes. There was at least five people that died in that. And why does every single place in the DC universe have a giant vats of toxic chemicals just sitting around? <laughs> because they, they got to make a bunch of things. <laughs> Wayne Wait, Enterprises. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Super villain factory over yeah, here. Yeah, exactly. No, that's, that's that's the entire Gotham is just industry. The entire uh, thing is just, just one big. We're just made of toxic chemicals. <laughs> it's built on toxic chemicals. Yep. yep. So... Batgirl. I have in my notes that Alfred puts his brain in the computer and somehow yeah. makes Batgirl. He puts his computer in like OS 8 or something, like <laughs> Macintosh, yeah, right. like 1990s. Wait, so this is this is 1997 and they're still, I mean, like CDs, I guess, are still like the thing. I, yeah. I felt like with Batman Returns, they had the CD and it was like 
here's the new technology. And this was just like, 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 dude, everyone can get a CD now. Like, come up with a new technology. (laughs) Where's your mini disc? Alfred's like trying to find his brother. He's like browsing the internet. And I was like, I was like, honestly, that internet doesn't look too much terribly different than it does (laughs) now. It's like, it looks like he's on Wikipedia or something. It's like, yeah. All right. So eleven minutes to 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 thaw the city. Like what? Why? Yeah. No, that's what Mister Freeze says when he like freezes Robin. Uh, it's like, you have like eleven minutes until they die. Okay. Yeah. So it's like you have yeah. to make a choice. But then, I don't know. I mean that. I mean movies just do this in general. But there was way more than eleven minutes that happened. There was like when they had the ticking time clock. I swear, like five minutes happened and then one second moved. <laughs> right. Yep. Yeah. I don't know this. I. I I kind of gave up. There's just so many problems. It's hard to like focus on one. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, you got freeze. And I think the thing in the beginning of the movie, he, he attacks someplace to get a diamond. And then all of a sudden a hockey game breaks out. The Iceman cometh. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. Yeah. I had and, to, and they, they both click, like click, their, click, like click their legs together. their like feet together. And like, Hey, have like skates on them. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and it's like, they went from playing hockey to like, Air surfing to like saying cowabunga. I was like, dude, does Warner oh Brothers? Oh my god, the air surfing! I was like, does Warner <laughs> Brothers own all of these things? But they don't. I was like, they just made these references without. Right. It wasn't like the Prince Cross promotion. It was just like <laughs> you're losing money on this. That was a terrible scene when they're like surfing through the air and they land on Mister Freeze. But like, yeah. also, yeah, it was like the the dinosaur slash diamond museum, <laughs> like. Oh right. That that whoever that curator was is terrible. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and this one, I think this is the one with the bat uh, credit card too. Yep, it is. Oh, yeah. yeah. And he's gonna yeah. You, and you, you think horrifically stupid. There, there's no movie. indication that, that to someone that like Bruce Wayne is Batman when he bids six million dollars on uh yeah. on poison ivy or whatever. <laughs> and then Robin like totally like yeah, he's just like, You don't have the money or, I'll or borrow like, from yeah, you. yeah, we'll borrow from you. <laughs> it's yeah. like Oh, I wonder what two people live together and and uh, have yeah. millions of dollars. <laughs> yeah, it was it was really strange that Batman and Robin were just bodyguarding the thing. Well, let me talk about it. like George Clooney does no attempt to disguise who he is. No, like I, I will say with George Clooney, like I feel like I've seen him act a lot better in this. In this, he was just like. Oh yeah. I mean, he he didn't he at no point was he even sad. There there was a couple Alfred scenes where he was okay. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, okay, I buy this, but it's like anytime anytime George Clooney was out amongst the people, like he was a terrible Bruce yeah, Wayne. Yeah. And then the whole Heidi Klum character was just like, I mean, she was Oh, um Mel McPherson. Mel McPherson, yeah. Oh, that was Mel McPherson. Yeah. Yeah, oh, it, she it, looks like Heidi Klum. They, they basically they were like, "Well, Chase Meridian had nothing to do in that movie, so let's just give this new love interest nothing to do, yeah. even more so, even less." But like, just take her out. Like, who cares? No point. Yeah, yeah. You've already got eye candy and Uma Thurman. You don't I, need. Man, I really thought that was Heidi Klum. Just like the, you know, it's like you did because she is like with with Seal, and he was like the the main oh. score in the third movie, and like. Uh, Elle McPherson is apparently a terrible actress. I thought it was just a model that they hired. So I was like, well, they, they just got Heidi. Heidi Wow. Well, Elle McPherson's just a model. Isn't oh, she? is she just a model? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Well, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, I noticed Jesse Ventura in there. Right. He was an Arkham guard. Welcome home, Frostface. You're the common cold and we're the cure. 
Oh, that's what oh, I assumed that they got two governors. You know what? I thought yeah. they were somebody and I couldn't place them. So, yeah, that makes sense. Well, yeah. they got two governors in this movie. What, <laughs> what, why is it at no point? Yeah, that's true. Why is it at no point? So, <laughs> I didn't think of that. Uh, <laughs> like, she's like, uh, Poison Ivy's always flipping open that thing, like blowing stuff at people. I'd be like, bitch, right. what are you doing? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. shit at me. Like, <laughs> What is this? Like, what is this? Like, opening this compact and blowing like a powder in my face. Yeah. yeah. Also, why did she want the diamonds? Because at one point, like, she Mr. wanted Freeze... to help Freeze so that she could have her plants take over the world. After so she knew died. about Freeze the whole time. She knew about Freeze. She like, was working with him. Yeah. Yeah. Halfway through the but, movie. But though, but like, I mean, they meet at the auction. So yeah. it's like she's and she's wearing the diamond and he steals. She it. just wants to go to. She just wants to. Okay. She figures out that Bruce Wayne is financing or mm-hmm. had originally financed their research. Right. And, then, and then that guy was using it for like military applications, which then, then she turns around and goes back to Bruce Wayne and is like, hey, like he's not in the picture anymore. Like I want to help the plants and the planet. Can you fund me? And he's like, no, you're crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I love how – oh, so there's a scene when she's going up to, to do that. She's in a car and she puts on this wig. Yeah. And then when she appears before Bruce, no wig. <laughs> oh. Like her, her, she's all like, you know, disheveled looking. Yeah. yeah. Like she was in the first scene. I'm like, yeah. why was this whole scene of her putting on a wig if you're never going to see the wig again? I don't yeah. know. If I, can, I can't answer that. <laughs> I can't. I can't answer I think at this point, I was too stupefied to like. <laughs> no, seriously. I, I'm having an existential crisis right now. About, yeah. <laughs> but my entire life is that scene. I know. I just like, because it's like I watched part of this movie last night and I was thinking about it too much probably more than the screenwriter thought about it yeah. and then i watched the rest of it this morning and i just i got, i was just put in a weird mood <laughs> like, yeah see the problem is that you were you were not being paid to not care about yeah, exactly <laughs> yeah they they have to pay me money yeah to, exactly. really, to, right. to be like all right it's good enough here you go yeah <laughs> yeah anything else about this one before we start ranking our batmans uh, no nothing i can think of I mean, nothing I should think of. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's. It doesn't deserve to be talked about anymore. Yeah, seriously. No. I mean, the amount of, the amount we talked about it is just more than more than any producer talked about. Should it. ever. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what do you think? Uh, one to ten, there, Eric. Three. Me too. Yeah. Ah, God, you guys are. You guys are. <laughs> no, you're right. Because I mean, as far as 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 bad as as the script was, as bad as everything was, like visually, it did look quite good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll give it a three too. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I was. I always since we've done this for several movies, I now I go back and look through all what I've rated other things, so I can like, oh wait, wow, I rated that one a three, so I can't really do lower than this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. So. No, I, I mean, yeah. I think I think the lowest thing I've given before this was Polter one of the poltergeists where I gave it like a four or something. Yeah. So this is now officially I, mean, I think this is now officially the lowest no, what did no, I what? you gave a good day to die hard two. Oh. And Beverly Hills Cop th- three a three. Ah, that's right. Yeah. Also next karate kid a three. Shit. <laughs> all right. <Whoa. laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. I'm go- I'm taking the mind down to a two. I'm taking mine down to a okay. two. Take me down to a two. All right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. this was def. I mean, because I like bad movies. Like, there's a lot of movies. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, I've seen Zardoz and, like, Vampire's <laughs> Kiss. Like, I but really there's, there's enjoy. qualities about those. So yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. It's like, I really enjoy bad movies. But this one was just, like, not fun. It feels like, okay, at least those other movies, it feels like they the intention when they set out to make the movie was to make a good movie. Yeah. This just feels like they were like, let's just shoehorn in 
everything that is like popular right. uh-huh. and not give a shit about story or yeah. A, yeah. a continuity or anything. It was just a cash grab. I, dude, I feel like, yeah, with that, this deserves a one. I mean, like, they knew what they were putting into this. I'm going to give it a straight you know, up one. Talk, they, I'm giving it a zero. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, they knew that they were just like, we're going to make a lot of money by, like, cross-promoting, blah, 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 da, da, da. Like, this is going to get the kids, and they're going to watch our animated series and all that kind of bullshit. Oh, yeah. You get a one, fuck you. <laughs> Very good. Uh, yeah, IMDb gives it a 3.7. And what do you think about Rotten Tomatoes? Uh, Rotten Tomatoes is going to be 28%. Like 14%? 10%. Wow. Yeah. So we kind of talked about how we could fix these as we went. Yeah. The ones that could be fixed anyway. Um, So, yeah, it was pretty much, you know, kind of toned down some stuff in in two, three, is focus more on Two-Face and not be so crazy. Yep. Yeah. yeah, and and introduce Robin earlier, and, the whole Robin and make it more of a yeah. relationship and between them. Yeah, yeah, focus more on their relationship and take out the Chase Meridian for me. Because yeah. in the fourth one, they have they have a, like some sort of like relationship, and it's like people mm-hmm. working together and something like that. It's like mm-hmm. you need to build that in the third one. You can't just like right. Yeah, it comes in the last like thirty minutes of the movie, and, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden they're like they're great buddies and talking about being brothers and like. In the yeah, fourth but one. even in the fourth one, they were still like I felt like they were partners for like three weeks. Yeah, no, I I, I get that. Yeah, and the, I mean, with the fourth one, we can just write it off and say they shouldn't have made it. I mean, just just shred it. There, there are times. Yeah, there's times when we talk about these movies yeah. where like they just shouldn't have made it. Yeah, like, but I mean, we've seen the Mister Freeze and the Poison Ivy plots. Essentially, the same stories done well in Gotham TV series. So, yeah, like, yeah. you can make that story work. Yeah, I mean, I, I, yeah. I, I mean, I, out of all of the Batman villains, I think Riddler is the only one that really like needed to be like just taken out or toned. I mean, like just like yeah. oh yeah, just he taken had out. no he had no motive whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. it's like whereas like Poison Ivy, you can make cool, or like yeah. Mister Freeze, you can make cool, and like almost was. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. The Riddler is the only one who is just like, I mean, going into it, like, that's too corny. Like, just get right. him out of there. Right. All right. So we want to talk about, um, yeah, let's. Batman's let, and the Bruce yeah, Wayne. So uh, let's, let's go through. I, I can, you know, they can, they are considered themselves to be separate people. Mm-hmm. So uh, I want to see what your favorite, uh, Bruce Wayne is and your, uh, of the three. The the Keaton, the uh, Kilmer, and and Clooney. Which, oh, just these three. Just not, these three. Not, oh. Just these three. Not Batman. Just Bruce. No, Wayne. Just Bruce Wayne and Batman. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> who's your, who's, who do you rank your your Batman? Rank your yeah. Bruce Wayne. There, there was no perfect Bruce Wayne for me. I thought Michael Keaton got the closest as far as just. I mean, as a movie watcher, he was the one who I rooted for the most. Uh, and like with Val Kilmer, it's like he personified the image that most people within like most of the yeah. characters in the movie had where it's like this guy is just a rich dick which i thought he he kind of he really did well as as far as that but um i i bruce wayne was probably number one i mean sorry uh, keaton. keaton was probably no. number one as bruce wayne just because i i i saw the human side of him and yeah. i saw the, mm-hmm. the the inner torment then i would i mean it's just hard because like Probably George Clooney would be a better Batman, but that script was so horrible yeah. that I I think that I would have to go with Val Kilmer, even though I, I thought he wasn't a very good Batman. But there was at least some quality to Batman that he embodied. <clears throat> I mean, it's uh, Bruce Wayne that he embodied. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're going Ke- Keaton Kilmer Clooney. I think for so. Bruce Wayne. Even though I think that Clooney had more potential to be yeah. a better Bruce Wayne. And then what about your Batman's? 
Batman's. I mean, I, I would say Val Kilmer. Yeah. Uh, again, it's like it's it's funny because when I think about Batman, Batman and Bruce Wayne, I feel like there's not really an actor that pops in my head, but George Clooney would probably be the closest, but he was probably the worst one. Yeah, yeah. To yeah. me, so I would I would say Kilmer, uh, Keaton, and and George Clooney again. Yeah, yeah. I'd have to agree. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. I think we're all three yeah. in agreement on that. Yeah. <laughs> I thought we were going through all the all the actors. Uh, oh yeah, we we came up with yeah. you want to. But like, I mean, who? So it's like there's there's Adam West, Christian Bale, Christian, Christian Bale. Bale. Um, ben Affleck, Ben Affleck, and then the three. You know, I, I, I haven't seen any Ben Affleck one, yeah. but I mean, Ben Affleck seems like he could do a good, like, kind of smug Bruce Wayne. Yeah, but I just, I mean, I really hate Ben Affleck. I do too. Yeah. But the thing is, he he did a pretty good Batman. I don't like him as Bruce Wayne because he is too smug and too Ben Affleck-y, mm-hmm. But he was like okay as Batman. Yeah, and he certainly yeah. wasn't the worst part of Dawn yeah. of Justice. Yeah, no. Uh, you know, I will say for Val Kilmer, like for not being doing a very sympathetic Bruce Wayne, I thought he was the most sympathetic Batman. Okay, there was like moments that. where mm-hmm. I saw like Bruce Wayne behind Batman. Mm-hmm. What I thought was, and I know why they, I guess I know why they did it, but it still felt weird. Like the the Batman cowl like has these big eye holes, and they always had the black makeup oh, underneath yeah, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. around the eyes. So I, I get it. You want the look where you you only want to see the eyes. You don't want yeah, to see yeah. any skin around it. But it just became so obvious, especially in the third or fourth movie, that they were doing. Especially when like they would take the mask off, and there's no black makeup there. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I love how the, just thinking about the fact that like, oh, the, the bat signal's gone on. I gotta run into the makeup room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> run my eyes for the next twenty minutes. Yeah. Also, there's like what's a, I mean, like speaking of the back signal, it's like then Robin has the Robin signal. Yeah, the poison ivy puts in. It's like where did poison ivy get that? She crafts the. Yeah, yeah, she and then also they did oh, costume changes for Batman number four. There was like they they were doing all silver stuff for yeah, like yeah, when they fought Mister yep. Freeze in the end, yep. which was like I didn't didn't need that. <laughs> and then nope. all of a sudden, uh, uh, was it? Batgirl or whatever has a like a, a costume. Oh yeah, yeah he's like, like he's like yeah he's like I need you a costume, yeah. thinking that you would want to take place in yeah. even though yeah okay here's the best part in the beginning of the movie he's like she, they're talking about motorcycles and uh-huh. Alfred's like oh I hope you don't get on that thing it's terrible and she's oh no I'm afraid of those but then he's all like oh well she's badass enough to kick some ass <laughs> as, as Batgirl so yeah. I'll make her a costume even though she's afraid of riding in my mind she's afraid of riding motorcycles and yeah and like yeah. Just doesn't make any sense. No. Mm-hmm. And where? Do, how do you like Christian Bale? As far as I, I like Christian, Christian Bale to me is is a good Bruce Wayne. Yeah, yeah. I thought that his his Batman he was too like his voice was just too gravelly. Like yeah. Yeah, yeah. Batman, why are you trying to kill me? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it just sounded like a barking dog, and yeah. you're like, what did he say? Yeah. But uh, and and it was just it was just I, I can't fault him on this. It was just too real of a look at Batman. From my, oh. like, yeah, I mean, I, I love The Dark Knight. It's it's a great movie. It's a great standalone movie, but the, the Nolan trilogy is just too realistic to me. It's I just it, it's too realistic, and when you try to be that too realistic, you, all of a sudden you start looking for like realism faults, and you're like, okay, okay. that doesn't make sense. They're, they're, that doesn't make they're sense. They're in the uncanny valley. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, cool. Anything else? No. Before we wrap it up. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I think I, I I could really talk about number four in like every like little awful plot point all day, but <laughs> yeah. we will 
that's that's, that's a four-hour discussion right. in I know, really. just yeah i've already <laughs> purged it from my brain i mean it's a four-hour discussion but it can re- like result in just why right Th- that would make a great batman and robin minute where you just look at how terrible oh, every yeah. minute of that movie <laughs> yeah, seriously. is just minute by minute how terrible it is yeah yeah, I mean, and the, the other thing, yeah, I don't know. I just felt like there was stuff that I could draw from as far as, like, with Batman, it's, like, overall, like, he, what's it called? He tries to save people that he, but, like, he tries to save Gotham, but at the same time, he doesn't feel connected to them, and he struggles with his place in the world. Mm-hmm. And then, like, there's, the villains kind of present these, uh, these, things that people kind of do wrong. I mean, like, these these problems with society, except they go, like, 110% like the, you know, like toward indulgence mm-hmm. in whatever the problem is. Yeah, you're, you're right in the sense that like I've, in the Nolan universe, I understand his motivation for helping out the people. In these first four movies, I don't understand why he gives a shit about anybody in Gotham. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. But I felt like the fourth one really strayed the most from like Batman as, as like his inner struggle. And, and, and I don't know, it's just like, there's nothing I can even draw from, from it. Like the third one, there is something I can draw from like how to live, you know, how, how one, yeah, yeah. How one can live your life. And, and, but yeah, the, God, it just like, it just made me so angry. The fourth <laughs> one. It really does. It made me angry. The fact that this movie exists is an insult. <laughs> yeah. I am so angry. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that'll wrap up our discussion on the Batman movies, the Tim Burton slash Joel Schumacher mm-hmm. Batman movies. If you haven't heard previous uh, episodes of the show, we've done Die Hard and uh, Beverly Hills Cop and Poltergeist and a whole bunch of other stuff. So check it out. You can find us. On, at Sequel Harder on Facebook, Sequel Harder on Twitter. Uh, you can send us an email at sequelharder at gmail.com and you can find this and all of other, a bunch of other podcasts at neosass.com. And uh, with that, we'll thank you for listening and we'll see you next time. This reminds me of like when we were when I was watching it, I was watching it on my headphones, yeah. and uh, and it was like Batman Returns, and like the Catwoman was saving a woman from getting mugged, but at the same time, like outside my apartment was a woman going no no, <laughs> and then I didn't I didn't react, and like my wife reacted because yeah, yeah. she was just like she was like how do you not hear that? And I was like there's a woman being mugged on this. I, I thought it was her. Yeah. <laughs>